Hey there, everybody. Hello. Welcome to One Shot Saturdays. My name is Jim mm-hmm. Sandoval, and I'll be running Savage World of Solomon Kane. Uh, we have some players, some lovely players, uh, starting over to my right. Uh, hi, I'm Mac. Most of the time, pretty sure. Anyway, uh, should I give them the sure, basic sure, character sure. concept? I'm playing Morgan, who is basically um, Catholic Batman. And if your question is, will I be doing Batman voice? You bet your ass. Damn right. <laughs> you bet your sweet ass, I will. <laughs> my name is Eli. I play Delia. I'm a gypsy from the past uh, with magical powers. <laughs> and will this be interesting? Of course it will. There's wine. <laughs> yes. Hashtag feminist wine. Uh, I'm Tappy, and I will be playing y- Giannis. Giannis? I think it's Janus. Janus. Janus, Janus Voltaire. <laughs> uh, who is. Actually, in French, is Yanou. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm totally Yanou. There you Yanou, go. Yanou. Yanou, Yanou. Yanou. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and I am, um, I have a, a falchion, and so I, and I'm from Malta, so I'm the Maltese falchion. Don't, so don't, 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 yeah, don't, don't encourage don't him. Yeah. Give, there's, give the gratitude. There's years of, years of friendship here. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I gotta support my boy's play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we always do is we always put Matt's face in the poo whenever he does something bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you don't do that. Oh, it's like yeah, a bad well. kitty. Bad. Uh, hi, folks. I'm Nick, and I am playing Karsten Zell, and uh, I have forgotten exactly who that is. He is a Bavarian will, normal, no, I, noble. Yeah, I'm a Bavarian noble. Noble. He's a normal. And, and normal. <laughs> yeah, he's far from him. So normal. <laughs> All right. So there's uh, a letter down in the dice tray. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you hand it over to me because everybody gets one of these cool little wax sealed letters. Ooh. Uh, so you are playing that character. You yes. are playing. That character. Yeah, I knew. You were playing that character. This is fantastic. Yeah. Seriously, guys. Like, is this showing up in the cam? Let us find oh, wow. Um, yeah, not really. Higher? Yeah. So there we go. Between the two of you, we, I just, we have one. I, I just put... There is wax-sealed so letters, and those letters contain basically your motivation why your character is going to Venice. Uh, you can choose to read those out loud if you'd like, or if you like to keep it secret, that's fine, too. Um... But uh, while you guys look those over, I'm just going to give everybody sort of a quick little rundown on the setting and what we're playing, and uh, so everybody uh, can catch up. Uh, we're playing Savage Worlds of Solomon Kane, and this is a uh, Savage Worlds game that's based on the pulp action hero penned by uh, R.E. Howard, who is also famous for characters such as Conan and Cull the Conqueror. Uh, Solomon Kane was a pilgrim who traveled the world righting wrongs. Uh, he was a person of, uh, of extreme uh, sacrifice and nobility, and uh, he would basically travel the world being the best possible Christian he could be and helping people out, and all kinds of weird supernatural things happened to him. Um, and in this game, we are playing in that world. It's the 17th century. Our current setting is everybody's heading to uh, the Republic of Venice uh, right before Carnival. Uh, and during this period of time is the Thirty Years' War, which is probably the biggest war that was fought in Europe uh, over Protestant versus Catholic rights. So you had nations that wanted to be Protestant, you have nations that wanted to be Catholic, and they fought a big war about who could be what. Um, and Venice is neutral in this conflict. And during Carnival, it is actually an order of law that everybody must be masked while out on the streets celebrating. So as you can guess, this is a great time for espionage and secrets and things to be handled in the scenes in a neutral country where everybody sort of has a reason to be 
unidentifiable. Um, everybody has their reasons for being here, uh, and uh, everybody's currently right off the bat on a ship on the Mediterranean heading that direction. Uh, so I'm going to read a little intro uh, about what's going on, and then we'll move on from there. Um, you are on the bark. Femetier, uh, and it has plied the coast of the Mediterranean for almost 25 years. Her captain, known as de Gouchelier, or the magician in Dutch, uh, was not only a captain of great experience, but has been known to bring cargoes through the seas that have been driven ships twice her size to the bottom. On the bow of the ship, the captain stands under the moonlight with a spyglass looking towards the northerly heading and goes, Gisbert, I have an ache in my bones about this one. Some, something about these clouds ahead is not normal. The captain summoned his boatswain and first mate. I tell you, Everett, that woman is the cause. She sh you should have never agreed to have her on board. It's the devil's luck. Gispert spits on the deck of disgust and his ruddy-bearded face contorted. <laughs> Perhaps. What do you think, Wilhelm? Replied the pensive captain. Something about her, sir. Don't know what it is, but, it's mo but she is most beautiful and has a devilish air about her. A Spaniard warned me, of, uh, warned me of gypsy women like that. They can make a man fever with their witch's eye and be so pleased to behold, to behold them he may never know it. Even without that, the sea is no place for a woman, especially alone, and most especially this accursed Catholic gypsy. Uh, if we go east to avoid the squall, we'll not make it in time for carnival, and our cargo and passengers would demand their money. So uh, the ship actually starts sailing towards the squall to make it in time. Uh, you see thunder and lightning uh, up in the distance, and a rolling bank of gray clouds uh, begin to envelop the ship as it begins to get uh, pelted with a hard rain. The crew is basically busy about the entire ship, battening everything down and preparing for this kind of weather. Uh, everybody here is on this ship traveling to Venice, so what is everybody doing at this time? On deck, assessing the situation. All right. I'm doing about the same because I know yeah. I'm uh, probably within earshot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be at the bow, holding on to as far forward as I can be, laughing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Storm. I'm more man than you. <laughs> <laughs> Come get me. Um, I'm coming out of my cabin and uh, complaining about the rough weather. <laughs> Alright. Um, so the captain is standing next to you and says, uh, I'm sorry, sir, but it's unavoidable. Uh, in order for us to get to Venice on time, we have to, we have to go through this short storm. We're only a few leagues away uh, from harbor. It shouldn't be that bad. Well, you must, but man can't drink his port very well if I'm tossed and turned about uh, as a as it is in this in this uh, storm, make it short. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll do my best, sire. Uh, as he hurries about giving men orders to batten things down and to lash things to things, um, but you see uh, that your character Delilah is getting a lot of harsh looks from the crew members, uh, and actually you've been you've been getting these kind of harsh looks throughout the entire journey. Um, the way that you got on this ship was basically you swung a deal with a couple of people and, and pulled in some favors because mm -hmm. uh, you, you were forced to leave where you were at relatively quickly. But you can tell that most of the men did not really uh, cotton to you being on here. Not only is this a Dutch ship, which is a mainly Protestant ship, the two Catholics that are on board 
uh, also sort of like raise their ire because of the current war and the fact that you're a woman and, of course, a Romani makes them even angrier. Uh, but Wait, do we know that she's a Catholic? Uh, she has a cross, but that means nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, do you guys have you guys spoken to each other? Did you guys talk about anything beforehand? She would keep to herself because we're just travelers, right? All in this boat. Yeah. We we're just having stance. We're all on this boat. Right. Right. I mean, if it's been a relatively long trip, I'm sure the very least that. Uh, Batman and I. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Morgan. Morgan and I have have uh, figured out where each other are from. Okay. All right. Yeah. They, they only call guard, me Batman behind my back. Right. Because <laughs> if you're Swiss Guard, that means you're part of the troop that protects the Pope. Well, it all depends on whether uh, Morgan wants to reveal that he's actually from the Swiss Guard. Oh, okay. Yeah. He super does not. Oh, okay. Well, then fuck you. <laughs> then, 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 then Yanu is, is totally going to hang out with the gypsy woman. All right, sweet. She's got a cross on. Yeah, I'm. And I haven't seen one in a while. Okay, so the storm keeps on going and it starts getting worse uh, as as uh, sh- lightning starts coming down like crazy. Uh, actually, everybody here is sort of like stunned at how much it's coming down. Even the captain says, "I've never seen the lightning this strong." Uh, and then all of a sudden, of course, the main mast just explodes into flame as it is struck by lightning. Uh, and all of and there there was a guy who was climbing up the rigging to to tie something down that just basically got blown off that guy and into the uh, off of the the rigging and into the water. Uh, everybody's sort of like trying to go off to the starboard where the guy fell down to see if they, if he's still there. Try to like rope him in. There's a bunch of guys with sort of hooks and spikes, ropes, and a bunch of stuff trying to. To to uh, see if they can pull the man that fallen overboard in, although it's not likely he's conscious at this point. But does anybody try to help out with that? I would help try and pull it on the ropes. Okay, and jump in and try yeah. and haul on the ropes to okay get him back on board. Because um, we have to get there in time. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm going to go over and take a look. Can we actually see the guy? Um, Go ahead and make me a notice roll and see what uh, anybody that's looking for the guy out there make me a notice roll. Or okay. what is the roll? Okay, so there's a set of skills on your character sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't. No, where I, where is that skill? Maybe I'm just calling it the wrong yeah. thing. Hold on, I got a three and uh, one. I think that is a negative. Notice, yeah. Notice. All right. So is basically, it? what would happen is where the pip is, you roll a d10. Yep. I already and got then that part. Everybody gets a hero die, which is an extra d6. Okay. And what you do is you roll both those dice and you take the highest result, and dice explode. My highest result is a three. Okay. Oops, sorry. Oop. Take that down. So, oh, I can't read that. What is that? It's this is that's the symbol. That's a ten. That's a ten. All right. Yep. So. So you explode. You explode. So you roll so it again. Oh no! I explode. Yeah. Oh, the Deadlands dice. Nice. Game's over already, guys. She exploded. <laughs> <laughs> that was a five. Okay, so, so you got a fifteen team. total. Um, no, it's okay. I just have to like actually look at what the hell they say real close. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. They, this they is what happens when I forget my dice at my, home. My wife does that too. She buys all the pretty fancy dice, and then I just can't read the, anything. Although my new Space Wolf dice are super cool and I can't wait to use them. Um, all right, so uh, you do see the guy and he is, uh, you see that he is uh, sort of 
grabbing onto a piece of the actual mast and floating out over there. He's still conscious, and he's sort of trying to get people's attention, but between the flashes of light and the, and the, the rolling waves, it's hard to pick him out. Is there still rope or something attached to the mast that's also still on board the ship that we can grab onto to pull him in? I'm going to say, yeah, sure. Okay, so grab the rope and just start pulling at this and trying to get other people to come and help your me. Your best Batman pull. voice. Oh, yeah. Pull the rope. Pull yeah. the rope. <laughs> All right. Swear to me! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a noisy yeah. storm. I'm going to start off everybody Boston. with <laughs> three bennies. Uh, uh, this guy is oh, going to help out. Pass those yes, over to If I can. There we go. And pass those over to... Oh. I will give moral support. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you can you give you give you you give more support. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you you the, you get everybody coordinated to move in and and people start grabbing the rope and the guy gets sort of gets hauled up and then what ends up happening is that when he gets up against the side of the ship they start putting down some poles with hooks and he grabs onto one and they they yank him up. Um. He is extremely burned. On one side of his body, his arm is like really kind of burnt up and nasty, uh, uh, but he is breathing and conscious. Uh, and people are basically trying to bring him below decks to to to, to see to his wounds. And at this point, the war- the storm is even getting worse, where the the ship is just little like a cork uh, on the seas. And this part of the Mediterranean usually isn't this rough, uh, so everybody's sort of freaking out and says, "This is I've never seen a storm like this, Captain." And the the crew, there's a bunch of murmurings in the crew. It says this is horrible, bad luck. This is unnatural. This is an unnatural storm. So people are are starting to get really kind of. Has out of my shape. character been able to pick up that your your guy seems like a nice guy? Oh yeah, yeah. She's kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like I think, scooching over. I think we have been chilling. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's been hitting on you or anything like right. that. But I think we have been chilling. <laughs> Um. So, uh, that at, at it gets to a certain point where uh, a bunch of the crew is, is is basically they're clamoring at the captain to do something about this, and that he knows what the purpose of it is, and, it, and he needs to do something about it. Um, Quick question: You said that the the main mass got hit. Yes. So the top is of it, it is burnt. Okay. Uh, the uh, the the top cross rigging has fallen down and has been cut away and set aside. Um, the you guys were really lucky in the fact that they didn't cut the ropes uh, for when you were pulling him in mm-hmm. because usually that kind of stuff drags the ship down and, and sort of makes it list. Right. But you guys managed since you saw him so quickly and so immediately, you managed to pull that up mm-hmm. uh, to get him over in time mm-hmm. before they had to cut those ropes. Right. So the the like top sail and stuff is done, but the main sail and the, all yeah, that is yeah. still there. The, okay. the, the sails so it's aren't not that up. we lost. No, yeah. you lost some of your rigging, and you're okay. going to need to do some repairs. But mm-hmm. and the riggings are all is all down because in this kind of wind, you don't want to have a lot of sail up. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're 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 the the ship is worse for wear, but it's still seaworthy. Okay. Um, but you see the bosun and the first mate and sort of yelling at the captain, and the captain just sort of waves his hand, and the crew starts moving towards both of you. Oh. <laughs> well, I think this Protestant ship is uh, <laughs> getting a little antsy. So basically, what you see is just like your your stereotypical sailor dudes, yeah, with their cut off pants and their no shoes and their. What would I do if uh, I, I'm gonna gonna step in front of her? Uh, 
to like convince them we're being tested by God and this is like our faith is going to get us through? Fucking a, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Like I will give you a bonus to your role if you actually RP out the the speech that you made. Oh crap. Suck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it down, bro. Cheers. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Father, you have given us many tests within our life. Brain. <laughs> uh, you've given us many tests in our life that we must find your virtue and our faith to get us through. These waves shall crash against this boat, but they will not they will not sink us, for we are your followers and we are strong. Alright, go for it. Oh snaps? Uh nine? Nine? I'm gonna give you, I gave you a plus two because uh, you RP'd that out. So mm-hmm. uh the 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 sailors sort of you basically sort of like saw them coming and you just went to your knees and just started praying. Yeah. Dropped the mm-hmm. cross. What do you do, man? Um I am just making sure that they don't interrupt her while she's praying. Like okay. a good Catholic. All right. Um, I'm going to say a, a few more of the of, of the sailors actually see this pious display mm-hmm. and just start praying as well. Uh, and uh, the the men that are still intent on doing this look at you and look at the fact that some of them seem to be like going, well, okay, maybe we should ask God instead of being wrathful. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but enough of the men are still intent on that and they, they're still moving towards that and there's some that's going no no they're like I'm still going Uh, no good can come from this (laughs) (laughs) I would so my character is Catholic however is being secretive about stuff Mm -hmm. but also is really intent on getting where they're going and this is a distraction and is going to probably step in and also sort of throw in with protecting this situation over here okay um, it just uh, just kind of standing in front of them, like trying to just stare them down at this point. <laughs> so basically, the, the the scene they were cut here is with flashes of light in the background mm-hmm. and this rain coming down. There's a a beautiful woman, sort of on her knees, just praying, and two guys having their not their weapons drawn, but their hands on their weapons, as all of these figures backlit by this lightning are coming towards them. It's really intense. And then all of a sudden, another another bolt of lightning strikes the ship, but it strikes the ship at midships and not in the mast, and actually starts setting the ship on fire. This isn't working right. Um, <laughs> so what what ends up happening is sort of like a, a chaotic mess as mm-hmm. men start losing interest in this and more mm-hmm. l- gaining more interest in putting out the fire, and uh, that's that's heading towards. Because this thing is covered in tar, so regardless of the rain, if something really sets it off, it just starts burning. Um, are there still people looking at us like they're going to attack? That everybody or seems to be completely distracted by the the new yeah, turn so, of events. So I'm going to shout, "God needs you to sail. God needs me to fight." I'm going to roll in- intimidation. On <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> uh, that's four. Four. Uh, that would be up against their. Will stat. Let's see. Actually, I have the rule right here. Test of wills. Test of wills. No, no, no. Why didn't I stick with uh Basically, I want them to just think that, oh, okay. shit, we should sail. Because we're going <laughs> to die. We're going to die. Anybody up. If we get into a fight, then there's somebody not sailing. That's also Morgan's goal. Is like, for the love of fuck, 
please say what the goddamn shit up. I have places right. to be that aren't here. <laughs> I would rather not die here. Okay. He uses spirit to resist intimidate. Mm. All right. And it does okay, not and they, they do not. They're like, you're fucking right. Because <laughs> 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 um, really, what ended up happening is you make this, you 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 make that that sort of heroic uh, gesture, and you pull your freaking falchion out, mm-hmm. and they look at their belaying pins and their crap that they have, and they're like, you know what? It's cool. I got this fire over here. And, you know, it's all good. Um, but uh, when in, what what these guys are just basically doing whatever they can to try to keep this this fire from spreading because if it spreads to certain more volatile items on the ship things would go really really bad uh, but you know all of a sudden what ends up happening is uh, a piece of rope that's on that's on fire sort of falls on the deck and uh, sets this lantern on fire which ends up tipping over and going into into the the downward hull itself and then blackness uh, as you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> are, do uh, we wake up? Or are we alive? Can we you are alive. We're ghosts. You, you are. <laughs> everyone turn in your character sheet. Yeah. Okay. What's the role for? Am I a ghost? <laughs> that would be a great game. <laughs> like, now everybody's a ghost, and we have to figure out how we gotta solve our problem. But you don't know you're a ghost. <laughs> but you don't know you're a ghost because, hey man. You've checked down there. Your penis is still there, and you're pretty sure ghosts don't have penises. Um, well, I know mine's still there. <laughs> um, Eli, you're screwed. <laughs> but no, you wake up on, leg up in this world. on what looks like some kind of smaller vessel that's more of a... It kind of looks like a gondola, but a little bit bigger. Uh, as your bleary eyes start to focus, it's... Uh, Seems to be very early morning, like right bef- right after sunrise, uh, and there, the the sea is calm, and what you see is you're basically lying down on this boat. Uh, the boat itself uh, is kind of odd in its construction because it's made out of planks instead of just a, a solid construction like usually gondolas are, um, and uh, let's see, hold on, I'm just kidding. The, the bow of the boat actually has uh, a carved imp- uh, a, a carved figurine on the on the little masthead thingy that looks like a, a horse running uh, and there's uh, seems to be a man that has a large pole that's that's pushing the the ship and you see the shore up ahead sort of like a boggy shore uh, this man is really tall you can tell that he's kind of old but he's well built for an old guy somebody is used to the elements uh, he has a long but well-trimmed gray beard, uh, and uh, seems to be wearing very simple uh, linen clothing. And he turns around, and he has uh, sort of a, 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 a black, sort of like one of those handkerchief type of eye patches that that's uh, that a lot of sailors end up using. Uh, and he sits down, and he grabs a jug from from next to him, and and he takes a, a long swig of it, and he goes, oh. You're awake. How did you find us? I found you in the sea, floating. You were the only ones that seemed to be alive. Well, we have God's favor, at least. <laughs> he, he sort of snorts at that. says, you have a strange way of uh, interpreting God's favor. 
And he offers you a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's been on a battlefield knows this type of God's favor. He smiles at that, uh, and his eyes and his eyes sort of twinkle, um, and he basically goes, "I am sorry that the storm treated you so poorly. I sometimes go out uh, after a squall like that to see if anything's floating about valuable." Uh, and goes, and goes, "Ugh, my son's anger. It reminds me of my son's anger." That was a strange storm. Wait, the storm. Well, by God's tears, you will find that we are indeed valuable, and I thank you for fishing us out of the the water. And he offers you a drink, and it's basically just some uh, some some sangria. Actually, it's there's fruit infused red wine. Oh my God, that sounds fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> it's actually extremely chilled in this very thick earthen uh, container, uh, and offers everybody else. Something to drink, and he looks at you, gives you a wink, and and, and hands you the. Just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> semi coyly takes it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where where are we? Uh, you are just, and, and he basically points that direction, and, and there's sort of like a bog. He says Venice is that way. Ah, Venice. Could I'm we prevail upon you to uh, take us in that direction? I'm sorry, is that the direction that we're... Yeah, he's just like... Right now? It, certainly. It is on my way. I'm going to give him like a very pointed look and just... I do believe we were intended to run into each other. He goes, maybe we were. But I do not know you, and I do not think that I was meant to speak to you. But there are many of me. I wear many masks. As will huh. we all when we <laughs> as will we all when we reach Carnival. <laughs> he goes as as I will I will take you there. It is on my way, and I have my own part to play in this tale. So you know Venice very well, do you? I know many places very well. I have not yet been to Venice. What uh, what do you say I should go to? There are many things to enjoy in Venice. The opera, the commedia, is quite popular these days. But I would say that perhaps the place where you would want to go is the, pl- is the glass workers. Much beautiful glass is produced in Venice. Would you say that we should go to the glass workers in general, or...? I'm just pointing out points of interest in the city. Mm. I used so all of us should go to the glass workers. <laughs> it goes. It occurs to me that perhaps you are in my debt, since I did save all your lives. But. And what is the name of the man that we owe this debt to? Oh, uh, call me Borison. He seems to have a sort of a northern Scandinavian look to him. It doesn't seem to belong to this area. B O R S O N. B O R R I S O N. Borison. <laughs> well, a name is just a name, and as you say, we wear many masks. Ship guy. Name is just a name, but we are who we are. I am Lord of I am Lord of the Huntsman. I am a trickster demon. 
I am many things. What? I <laughs> 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 really just say, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, now you appear to be in your cups. Shirley is a sailor. Surely. He takes a good deep drink and goes, of course. Guy <laughs> Dean. <laughs> I mean, no demon would save someone as such as we, but you do know people in Venice. It is amusing to me that perhaps you might think to know the agenda of demons. So, <laughs> no, actually, he does do like a deep belly laugh when you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will take you to Venice. You have your. You all have your own business there. I will not. Bo- I will not bother you any longer. Being a demon, would you say you know other demons, perhaps? Oh, all right. The label demon is a current one to me. I knew L before he became yours. I knew L before he, I knew L when he was a tribal god. Before then, there were no demons. But you created them to make a name for other things, old things, old things that should be laid to rest, old things that are being summoned yet again. There is no place in this world for either demon or more than one god. No, there isn't. You speak the truth. At that, he sort of giggles at you. You go into a mist by the bogs because there are swamps all over, all the out, over the outside of Venice that surround it. And uh, these swamps are actually fished quite a bit and there's usually a lot of people around there. But you go into a mist in the bog and then as you pass through the mist, it's very thick and you can barely see your own hands in front of you. And the mist passes and you're standing in the middle of the piazza. Huh. Must have had more to drink than I thought. Does anyone recall if he said where the glassworks was? No, but I'm sure we can find out. I'm like a streetwise roll. Sure. You start asking around to people? Yeah. That is not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Where are these masterful works of the glass? Three. So we're hopskipping and jumping <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, there are glass works everywhere in Venice. It's one of the things that Venice is well known for at this period. Because uh, the actual manufacture of glass and also optics in general is sort of like a, a magical art form. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people know how to do it. Uh, and it's considered to be one of the highest levels of artisanry. Is there a way to f- uh, question people to find out what the most notable of them is? Uh, sure. I mean, you can come up with that information relatively easily. Um, hold on. I'll give you the name. Uh, Murano Island, which is an, uh, an island right off of Venice. It's one of the very few actual solid rock islands uh, nearby. has what is uh, considered to be one of the largest uh, glassworks in town. Uh, and also one of the best. Can I make a knowledge Catholicism roll to make sense of anything that just happened? <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> I mean, 
Three. <laughs> you are rolling like yeah. thunder there. <laughs> I, I rolled yeah. the oh, highest I'm roll like, so far as a four. I'm a dick, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm still drinking this one. I'm sorry, party foul. Um, uh, you're a little bit confounded by what's going on, but um, you know that the term L rings a bell with you. Right. Um, I keep looking for your glassworks thing. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Friends, friends, if we are going to pass on notice in the city, there's one thing we must do first. Find a mask maker. Oh, yes. It's well, actually, let me explain. Let me describe a little bit what you see when you mm-hmm. enter the piazza. Uh, the Piazza San Marco, which is you know the famous central square in Venice. You've seen it in all the movies. It was in the Roger Moore movie where he actually drove a gondola up on it and the uh, the pigeon did a double take, which is cinematic genius. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's a large open square. Uh, there's a large cathedral at one end and, and a bunch of other buildings on in, in, in the side. The whole place is done up like crazy. There's ribbons all over the place, uh, banners, and all kinds of colorful uh, all, all kinds of colorful signage. Uh, there are people walking through the streets in colorful garb. Everybody's wearing a mask. It is the morning of Carnival, and people are beginning to stir. And shops are beginning to open, selling their wares, and beginning to, to start the festivities. This is an, this actually lasts the entire day in 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 high high turbo mode. People get ready for this all year long. So, uh, if you guys want to go shopping for masks, there's plenty of masks to be found. There's plenty of people on the streets uh, for you to interact with and to ask questions of. So, just let me know what you want to. Actually, uh, a quick question: I don't have my armor, do I? Like that's gone. Uh, I'm going to say that all of your media possessions are washed up with you. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so you have your stuff. Okay. It's all there. I feel like my character would have had a mask on the ship with okay. the intent of that, sure. but uh, may have lost that to the ship. So Okay. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, yeah, I think they, they probably would have lost that. They wouldn't have been carrying it around in their pockets. But I'm okay. going to get a mask anyway so that I can have my pot helm on and then the mask on top of the pot helm. <laughs> <laughs> Now you have one of those Spanish style pot helms with the like the the, the little fin in the middle. Did you see the, like the conquistador type type type? Thing? So you have plenty of face oh, okay. area mm-hmm. to to wear the mask. Okay, uh, but there are a massive variety of masks and a massive amount of materials that are, that masks are being made of. They're made out of felt. They're made out of uh, porcelain and clay. There's some of them are made out of glass, uh, especially here because. Of the massive glassworks, um, but you know what, whatever type of style of a mask you want, uh, you you have it available to you. Oh hell yeah! Fuck black basic mask. It's got super points on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's super a Batman mask. <laughs> oh, I forgot to bring my mask. I was totally. Good Who there. want masks? Yes, because I got masks for yes, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, you like you want one mm-hmm. here? Oh hell yeah! Who's wearing a mask? Swear to me. <laughs> I, to- oh, I totally find the quick, the, Remember the you can't move your neck now. though Oh yeah you totally find the Batman mask Well no I just got a half Batman mask Like they sell at Target for children during Halloween <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god I wish I had one of those I would have brought it to the game like the, the Dean Venture style Batman mask Yes exactly <laughs> That's exactly it I don't want to put my tongue through it but I have to It's maddening <laughs> Oh my god that's even better yes. Adam West Horrible yeah. Plastic mask, yes. Um, <laughs> all right, so everybody has uh, has gotten the mask, and uh, they're walking around. 
because uh, in order to be inconspicuous, and it, you sort of have to. And not only that, but it's enforced by law. Uh, at this time, there was only one place where you could go where you were allowed to not don a mask, and that was the opera because it obstructed your view. Um, all right, so you guys are in the town. Do you guys stick together? Do you guys split up? I'm heading for those glassworks, whether or not anybody's coming with me. I'm going to those glassworks. That's our wound. Well, remember, everybody else also has other agendas uh, and things. I feel like my agenda is BS. Okay. My agenda is another beer. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Hey, hey. Which one? Bind tits. Whatever. Because if it doesn't have a shuttlecock in the can, it's not worth it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, body pens is great. Yeah. Guinness is great. Well, you can have a Guinness with me. All right. <laughs> you got to be a little bit more ginger in your transport of beer, or Tappy. Or just some fell out. Being expedient, damn it. When do they go? This last thing I'm going to do is be late. Um... Do okay. I have um, I feel like this this letter which shit, is, is shit, giving shit, me directions. Shit, shit, shit. Uh-huh. Stop. Oh my god, it doesn't want to go. There we go. Shit. You got it. You got it. I got it, got it, got it. Uh, I feel like this letter giving me directions says to look up a specific individual, but mm-hmm. it doesn't give me any information about where this individual might be. Right. Uh, but for very specific business reasons? I mean, that just seems odd to me. Well, uh, the person that you're looking for is probably someone very well known here. So if okay. you drop that name, odds are you're th- that somebody might be able to help you out. Ah, okay. Fair enough. But if you do start... But the thing is, you you, you have well-connected, I believe? Or uh, I have connections. You have connections. Ha- Habsburg. Yeah, so there there are Habsburgs everywhere in Europe, uh, but you can definitely go to one of your connections and see if uh, they might be able to hook you up with a location for whoever it is you're looking for. Um, okay. Uh, I am going to ask around for uh, where one could find work as a mercenary. Okay. Uh, sure. Um, there There are actual hiring halls. Oh. In the town. I'll go to one of those. Okay. Uh, My friend, you're looking for mercenary work. I'm looking for uh, mercenaries. Mm. To, um, to hire or no, to you're, join a company? You're, you're looking to join a company. Yes, I am looking to join a company. <laughs> what luck! Not only has the good lord saved us all, but I'm hiring mercenaries. Oh, that's fantastic. What? Uh, let's... Work out the terms of this Sure um, Perhaps over an ale Yes, I, I have a need of many, many mercenaries So if we uh, Wish to go to the hiring hall And I, I have another I have a contact who may be able to assist us with this as well Oh, fantastic You guys And, and you, my friends I'm off to the glassworks I'm not sorry. I'm super not sorry. I don't care. I said I no, was Batman. It's, it's going to be Batman. It. I love it. More to me. I will take leave. I will find you again. It seems like this is a big city, and somewhere I've never been, I'd like to explore it a little bit. 
Perhaps it's best. We are heading to a den of rough men. And I'm sure fate will bring us back together again. And God. <coughs> Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you guys go over to the hiring hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Hold on, I just want to... Um, and they're uh, they're basically a whole bunch of sort of relatively military looking men uh, uh, sort of uh, floating about in this area and uh, they're it's an open it's an open building with pillars up front there's a bunch of uh, tables laid out and there's a and basically underneath this awning there's a staircase that leads up to what looks like a place where they do actual business but there's a bunch of people milling about in these tables and talking all kinds of different kind of business uh, out here uh, do you guys go introduce yourself what do you guys do yeah. I'll go introduce myself and ask for her signing alright a coincidence the very man I'm looking for a coincidence again a very interesting <laughs> well, it's a good thing the good Lord brought us together. Absolutely. And saved us all on this journey. So you guys start uh, asking for this Hurla guy. Alright. Right. He goes, We are now best friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best friends. But as you start asking around, he says, Oh yeah, the huntsman. <laughs> huntsman? Yeah, he's um, he has uh, a, a really kind of small estate right outside of Venice, and he... Uh, Basically, does a lot of work for the nobility and the the, the high class merchants around here. Uh, he has a lot of contacts. Comes in here all the time. Brokers deals. But he's not here right now. Uh, no, uh, uh, un- unless he has specific business here, he's not really affiliated with the guild here. But he's sort of like a solo contractor type of guy. Why is he called the huntsman? Uh, because his by profession, what he does is he raises hounds and he uh, basically takes. Rich people out hunting, and oh. uh, he has a bunch of people that facilitate that. Whether it's grouse or, or big game or whatever, he just sort of puts that together. And he has an estate outside the city. Yeah, just right outside, and he gives you directions to where it is. Shall we? I believe we shall. I don't need to look for work here anymore. So you go and you go to check out the Murano Glassworks. Yes, okay. During the day, uh, this place is just kind of like a hustle of bustle of people. Um, what you see is a very small island, and we're talking maybe about 350 yards across at at its largest point. It's not very huge, uh, but it's large enough to be dominated by its very large brick and stone structure in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. There's smoke billowing out of it. There's literally dozens of people working around. There's scaffolding built around it, and you can see cranes that are moving uh, large sort of um, uh, uh, crucibles of molten glass from one place to the other. There's a bunch of different forges. There's people working. Uh, as you see, the gates are open inside, blowing glass and doing all kinds of stuff. On the other side, there seem to be barges that are loading boxes and un- unloading boxes, and it looks like it's whole little apparatus by itself. I'm going to go towards um, some of the people working more of like the loading. Okay. Um, and try and find somebody to talk to. You can tell that uh, there's probably 
usually more work being done here at a certain time, but it being Carnival, a lot of people are not doing there, so it's sort of like a skeleton crew. Uh, and you find one of the guys that's sort of taking a, a water break, and he's sort of dipping a ladle in, the, in some cool water and drinking it and then pouring it over his bald head. Uh, and he's sort of just <sighs> taking a breath, break from doing all this work. Uh, perhaps you can help me. I'm looking for a man named Sebastian Lacroix. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of flavor. <laughs> but he is quite bubbly. Um, He's like a hint of a hint of a person. <laughs> calm that, calm that. He's like a person, but on low battery. <laughs> and he goes... I also just want you to do this rough voice for everybody <laughs> with you, like, from now on. Tell me what I want to know. It's my favorite. <laughs> That's good to know. It's so Pete Holmes. I love it. Um, you ever watch the Pete Holmes Batman things that he did? There's one where he actually, uh, uh, the the penguin stops and says, dude, you just totally killed that guy. No, no, he's just he's sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> See, and all I can think of is the guy that was doing Batman and the Joker, and you can't understand Batman at all. And he's right. like, is that Bat? Is that what that is? is that- he's just like... <laughs> no, uh, Patton Oswalt played the penguin. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a whole series. Like, a, I need to look like that yeah. up. Yeah, it's on yeah. YouTube. It is freaking awesome. Um, and he seems like, I don't know any French guys. Um, he says maybe you might want to talk to the foreman. He he should still be here for at least a few more minutes. And he points you in the direction of what looks like a, a building within the scaffolding that looks like an office. All right, I'm gonna head there. Okay. Uh, no more conversation. This guy is useless to me. <laughs> okay, you head over there, and um, there seems to be a guy who's putting on his jacket and re- and getting ready to uh, leave. Uh, for the day, and he's donning a nice mask, and, and you can tell that he's trying to take off for the festivities. I'm looking for someone. Perhaps you can help me. He goes, uh, yeah, uh, I'm kind of in a hurry. I need to get the heck out of here. It's important. Sebastian Lacroix? What about him? Do you know where I can find him? Uh, I know that he's caught up with my boss, but I've never seen him. I just heard his name. Are you sure you've only heard his name? Uh, let me let me think. Yeah, I've only heard his name. <laughs> I don't believe him. <laughs> All right, no, he's he's a very big, portly fellow with a, a short beard. Uh, he's a little bit tall for for an Italian, but you can tell that he's a person of that is used to having a little bit of authority and misusing it. Yeah. At every turn. Does yeah. he seem nervous at all about this? He doesn't seem to be I... nervous at all. He, he just wants to get on his way, and he seems to be really annoyed that you're barring his exit. Well. Then where can I find someone who does know him? Um, he goes, well, you can always try to talk to my boss. Uh, his name is uh, Cesare. Cesare Maximiliano. He owns these glassworks. Or if you want to call him, Chucky Max. <laughs> 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 no, I went to say, oh man, Italians have such cool names. And I go to my wife, right. I, want, I want to be called Cesare Maximiano. It'd be so sexy. I'll grow curls and shit. Mm. And she goes, you want to be known as Chucky Max? <laughs> no. Well, that's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> the famous composer, Joe Green. <laughs> Joe Green, yeah. <laughs> Giuseppe Verde. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, he, and he basically is trying to muscle his way past you to get past. He doesn't give a crap. Oh, I'm totally going to block him because he's being a okay. dick. All right, you block him, no problem. This guy does not know how to fight, and you know how to fight. So, yeah, yeah totally. He goes, dude, come on. 
<laughs> but he's like, please, sir, please, uh, be, I, I must be somewhere very shortly. I have told you all I know, I swear. And where can I find your boss? Uh, he basically gives you an address to his, uh, his townhouse okay. in Venice. I guess that's where I'm going. All right. Um, I'm going to very, like, pointedly, like, I feel like I was blocking the door and then, like, literally just step aside like a badass and then see myself out. Uh, <laughs> you, where you, you go? You sort of... Tell him to look over there and then you're gone. <laughs> where do you think I am? All of a sudden I'm just, like, in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's smoke, smoke bomb. bomb. <laughs> smoke bomb! Yeah! Never announced the smoke bomb, man. Um, Unless you're Grunkle Stan. Yeah. <laughs> smoke bomb. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, so, so yeah, play this character he actually does seem a little bit intimidated by the fact that he realized that you he came and went at your leave. Yeah. Uh, so he sort of gives you a look and is kind of nervous and steps out the door and just goes about his business. Yeah, screw that guy. Yeah, screw that guy. Eli, what'd you up to? Uh, I'm going to go peruse the streets. All right. And learn about this uh, Hurley guy. All right. Everybody seems to be looking for this Hurley guy. But All I'm right. going to kind of do it like nondescript. Like I'm gonna know if I if I need to do some sort of performance to like try to hide my beauty a little bit. Uh, you could basically because I don't like the fact that why my guys to go talk to this guy is kind of sh- crappy guys. Okay. Uh, p- p- yeah, I'm gonna say that. Sure, if you wanna uh, dirty yourself up a little bit or uh, maybe walk with like a little bit of a of a crouch kind of mm-hmm. hunchbacky. Yeah, sure. I'm, there, no role necessary if you want to okay. sort of be a little bit incognito. I figure somebody in your position would know how to do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, are you just walking around asking questions? Yeah, I guess you? like because like in in Savage Worlds they have like a common knowledge. Yeah. Type. So it's just kind of like her gathering that information through common knowledge, just asking people on the town. Like, yeah, actually, just give me another streetwise roll, or that that'll totally work. What are the numbers, Matt? Oh, that's a six. That's seven and a seven. Seven. Seven and seven. Those Drink. are good. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, you know, this guy's actually fairly popular in these parts. He has a place where he lives in a little bit north of the city, mm-hmm. and he uh, basically organizes, uh, he basically runs hunt masters for most of the rich people in town. Would there be talking to, like, I guess some seedier people? Is there uh, any dirt on him? Like, what is this, what does this guy seem like All right, um, when the doors are closed? Like, is he a jerk? Is he known to be kind of like... For the most part, this guy uh, has a fairly good reputation as a guy who sort of brokers deals in a lot of ways between people. Uh, he's sort of like a information uh, dude because he seems to be sort of plugged in with a lot of the people that have money around here, and uh, he he seems and he hires a lot of people to work alongside a lot of these guys that he seems to have an inside track. On a lot of things that are going on in town, and he's highly valued in the sort of like the shadow community for somebody that you can go to if uh, you have uh, if you have shadier dealings that you want to find out about. Um, usually, he's known for being really fair, but expensive if if you're looking for something that is a little bit more difficult to find. Okay. Then I will make my way to his area because I know. Oh, and in a lot of ways, there's no police. Um, so a lot of times, this guy's hired to find things that people have lost 
that are, or have been stolen that are valuable, and he seems to have a very good reputation for doing that. So whatever contract he binds, like he keeps to it. Yeah, he's totally mercenary. He doesn't seem to have uh, any kind of sides. Mm-hmm. It's just like, but once he negotiates a deal, the deal is done. Okay. Uh, then, is there like a place where she could set up to try to make some money? Anywhere on the streets right now, there are street performers everywhere. Uh, uh, pe- that this is actually quite the time where a lot of people that ply that kind of trade will congregate in this area because they know that it's uh, not only a really good place mm-hmm. to be sort of a pickpocket and that kind of thing, but also a real place, great place to make some money just performing, uh, singing, dancing, so on and so forth. She's going to do like a performance just kind of like on the street. Okay. Sure, no problem. Uh, you sit up on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of performance do you want to do? Mm. Well, would it be more streetwise to do like the the games? I guess. Oh, you want to do like like you know like the shell game or that kind of thing? Three card money. Three yeah. card. Okay. Uh, that would probably be more streetwise than performance. Yeah. Okay. Performance would be like singing or dancing or playing an instrument or. Four. A four. Okay. Uh, that's a success, but barely. You mm-hmm. make a little bit of money, okay. but uh, you're obviously weren't cheating. Um, so you know you, you, the games are rigged for it, but people had a good time playing, and yeah. you had a good crowd going. Okay. Not only that, just people like walking up to you. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what she's doing. She's okay. trying to get a sense of the city. All right. Um, in the mercenary hall, is there a place where I can buy a shield? Yes. I would like to do that. You purchase a shield. Oh, good. Do you now that I'm bodyguard. Do you want a kite shield? Do you want a regular round? What kind of shield do you want? I think I want a round shield. That's okay. easier to hit people with. I need yeah. to. <laughs> uh, so that will give you a plus one to your parry and a, pl- minus, uh, a plus one to your difficulty to be hit at range. Okay. Um, how do I calculate my parry? I your forget. parry is five plus half your... But it should be written down there. It is, it is not. It is not? It's on the left. Oh. confused me too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so now I just do a plus one there. Okay, yeah, cool. Exactly. I got it. You put that on the modifier or whatever. There's yeah. a place for it. Um, yeah, no problem. Somebody should sell you a wooden shield. Did you? Just take one off the wall and just hand it. Yeah. All right. So uh, you're going to head off to uh, Chisade's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is in one of the swankier parts of the city. Uh, okay. Usually the way that these buildings are laid out is that th- it's kind of like townhomes. They're three-story three, three buildings that are really narrow. They're usually sitting uh, on stilts over the water next to the uh, the canal itself. Um, it's already arrayed with all kinds of stuff for Carnival, uh, and there seem to be uh, servants at the front dressed out like stockings, the whole nine, like dressed super nice with their masks on. And they seem to be stand. F- there's two of them flanking the front door. I uh, seek to talk with uh, Shirzad. Shirzade? Shizare. Shizare. Just say, say Caesar with an Italian accent. Cesare. Cesare. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. I can remember. Yeah. Cesare uh, Chavez. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Take that exit. Yeah. <laughs> just duck. Um, why is it that streets that are named after social activists are usually a bad place to hang out? I mean, 
Seriously. I don't know. I love living just off of that. Uh, right off of MLK. Cause <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So he goes, uh, uh, the master is not home. He is out preparing for the party this evening. Uh, Where can I find your master? Where is he? You can tell Batman. Cool. Tell Batman. Tell Batman where he is. <laughs> tell Batman. Um, <laughs> he he seems uh, he seems a little intimidated by you because he is really just sort of like a house servant. Sure, uh, sh- but should be intimidated. Yeah, uh, and he goes. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I I don't know for sure. All, all I was told is that he was purchasing uh, some items for this evening's party, uh, uh, and that he would be returning before its beginning. What kind of items? Uh, I I do not know. I think he was buying gifts for certain special guests. Someone has to know where he went. I cannot believe that the entire household of servants can't know where their master is gone. Uh. He goes one moment, and he just steps inside, and the other guy's sort of like trying to like not make eye contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and uh, what looks uh, like a man who's—he's wearing a, one of those white wigs. Uh, he's most likely the major domo or whatever head man mm-hmm. in, in here. And he goes, uh, uh, "Yes, sir. May I help you?" It's most important that I find Sidare. Sisade uh, is indisposed. He is out buying personal gifts for some of the special guests. I would, I would, uh, I would suggest trying the main piazza uh, and in the jewelry shops there. Is there anywhere else that he might be? If there is, that would uh, that would be not in, that would not be anything I would know anything of. Do you expect him back at some point? He should be back before before sundown. That's when we're, we will start receiving guests, and he must be here for that. Out of character, what time is it? Uh, it's still f- fairly mid-morning. We're, say, about 10 a.m. Oh, my God. This is the worst scavenger hunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, that, but you can tell if as you peek sort of back behind the house, mm-hmm. uh, there are boats because the, the back of the house actually goes up against the, mm-hmm. the, the water, and there are boats. They're bringing in, like, uh, cases of wine and all kinds of pe- mm-hmm. that stuff. And, like, there's uh, a bunch of... Uh, uh, shellfish and stuff that's being brought in you can tell that, that the, the staff is very hard at work at putting together a, a very large uh, reception. So you have to understand I'm most inconvenienced I'm, he promised to introduce me to an acquaintance of his Sebastian Lacroix and he goes oh Mr. Lacroix oh. He, was, he, he was staying with us recently I have not seen him for the, the past couple of days though any idea where he might have gone? He was a very mysterious man. He didn't speak to many to m- many of the staff. He seemed uh, concerned with uh, some very heavy business. Uh, he would take his breakfast in the morning and leave for most of the day and then come back late at night. And no idea where he's gone? Uh, the master does not uh, really keep me apprised of his guests' activities. Uh, sir, I, I am sorry, but I am at a loss. I cannot give you anything. Which jewelry shop? He basically gives you a name of a couple of jewelry shops he knows that uh, he actually is genuinely trying yeah. to help you. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he is. But, you know, he... he <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it. Uh, well, he seems like he's genuinely trying to help you. Either that, he's a very good actor, but he could be. Uh, but, acting. Uh, acting. And, uh, but he, go- he gives you a couple of names of some places that he knows. There's a couple of glass work places that ha- and, a, and a couple of... Uh, 
of uh, places that deal with fine pearls and jewelry uh, that he knows that he likes mm -hmm. to frequent. But other than that, he can't give you a spe anything specific. And were there any acquaintances that came to visit Sebastian? He actually takes a moment to, 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 to think about it and he goes, did see him speaking to a couple of people outside the house late one night when I had a bit of a nerve and wanted to wanted a glass of brandy. I looked out the window and he was looking he was talking to two shadowy figures out in the middle of the street. Unfortunately, shadowy figures isn't a lot to go on. He basically gives me a description of them. Uh, they ha they had what looked like uh, uh, tricorn hats without any trimming. Uh, dark blue uh, sort of like trench coat type of things uh, and they they both seem to have uh, masks on even though it wasn't carnival mm. and they seem to be some kind of stylish type of mask not just like a bandit's mask okay so something that would imply maybe money maybe okay hmm. I appreciate what you were able to tell me I will be back if I cannot locate uh, your master. He goes... <coughs> yes. Usually some form of compensation is customary when you receive information. And very begrudgingly give him something because he's lucky that the compensation isn't not punching him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you give him a coin, he bites it, he goes back inside. Uh, <laughs> but the. So close to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, alright, you're in my book, buddy. Um, but yeah, so that's what you get there. I guess I'm headed to one of these idiot jewelry shops. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> alright, gentlemen. Uh, you guys are taking off to uh, the estate. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm hanging out with my new charge. I hire right. I hired uh, two horses. All right. And we we uh, ride to uh, ride to the huntsman's estate. Okay. Uh, you ride out there, Eli. When were you planning on heading over there, or are were you? Not really. Not really. She was probably going to find a mark of somebody of rich status to try to be like, if I need to get out, I can try to try to hide it in this dude's like place. Sure. Because she's not really super keen on this person. Yet. Okay. Makes sense. All right, you guys ride out there. Uh, and uh, it's not a big place, but it's a, it's a very nice place. Uh, you know, it's not like a palatial estate, but it seems to have a lot of grounds uh, surrounding it. Uh, you see that there are uh, kennels for dogs over to the side, and it's a very large kennel, and there seem to be some men uh, taking care of these dogs. Uh, there are some men out that are... Uh, Riding with dogs flanking the uh, the horses, uh, being exercised. Uh, these are uh, large hounds. Um, many of them are a dark charcoal gray, uh, and some of them uh, seem to be spotted brown and white, but mostly in the in the the gray and, uh, and dark black uh, sort of thing. And you can tell that they probably come from uh, some kind of. Roman war dog stock, which is fairly popular in, in this continent at, at this time. Uh, but you go up to the house itself, uh, there doesn't seem to be any guard, and just knock. Um, 
a an older gentleman uh, opens the door. He and when I say older, somebody in their sixties, and at this time period, that is soups old. Um, <laughs> uh, to the point where he, where he he has no hair on the top of his head, and it's just like a long, sort of stringy gray hair on the sides. Uh, he bears a sort of unkempt mustache, and uh, there are bags beneath his eyes. He has sort of like this hooked nose, uh, and he goes, "Yes, gentlemen." How can I be of service? I'm Karsten Zell. We're here to speak with the master of the of the estate here, uh, Miss, uh, Master Sinning. Oh, Master Zell, yes. Uh, I believe that he is expecting you. And please, come in. And your man? Yes. And, and basically, he's just asking if you have coats or anything that he you'd want to mm -hmm. sit down and hats or whatever yeah. uh, and he, he goes please if you would wait here and he points towards a couch there's a fireplace uh, I'll, I will bring the master um, and he goes elsewhere in the house after a few moments it's chilly uh, <laughs> this really kind of tall very handsome looking guy uh, he has uh, long dark hair uh, and uh, sort of very thin trimmed uh, sort of like uh, just around the chin and around up here, sort of, um, uh, and a little mustache that goes down, sort of goateeish with a little short, very trimmed uh, beard. Uh, the hair is tied back. He is dressed in sort of like red and black riding leathers, and uh, a couple of dogs flank him wherever he goes in the house. And he goes, Mr. Zell? Oh, Mas Master Sinning. Um, and he basically does a very courtly bow to you. And he goes, welcome to my home. I was informed by uh, your, uh, your masters of your arrival. I see that uh, we have some business to discuss. And he sits down. Yes, of course. My understanding is that uh, you are a man who can help us with our needs for, uh, to find fighting men. From what I understand, uh, your need is quite dire. Dire may be an uh, extreme word, but we have many men who we wish to hire, and of course, the more men you can provide for us, the greater the opportunity for money to line your pockets. It is my understanding that the city of Trebon, which is the very last city that, have been, that is being held by your uh, Prince Frederick, is about to fall. It is completely surrounded. And those, although those who are defending it are quite brave and capable, a simple weight of numbers will end the day. I believe that does create a dire situation. If you believe the propaganda of the of, of, of the false <laughs> of the false prince, yes, of course. But I assure you, our situation is not so dire as 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 uh, it may seem on the surface. Well, it would seem that you would least need a fighting force of, what, 5,000 men in order to break the siege? Exactly the number that I was thinking. I think that I might have something that may help you. Yes? Uh, as you know, I am uh, the go-between between a lot of different fighting forces, and I have found a force of men that has uh, recently been relieved of their contract and are in the general vicinity of the area that you wish to uh, have these men in. Uh, I could very easily broker a deal uh, 
we could certainly talk numbers, but uh, before we do so, there is a certain personal matter that I need some assistance with. Hmm. Do tell. I, I, it sounds as though there may be uh, room to make an arrangement. Do you mind? And I'll point to the sideboard. I assume he has... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, actually what happens is it, the, the old man sort of brings in, he has a variety of cheeses and uh, charcuterie, uh, and there's some brandy. Ah, I like this guy. <laughs> uh, you know, cheese. Ah, oh, man, cheese and charcuterie plate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, we make the cheese and, and, and the sausages here on the grounds. Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, the, you can sell that the old man sort of looks very prideful at it. Um, but there's a terrine, there's several other very tasty things. Um, but uh, he goes, I, I'm well known in this city. And, I, and unfortunately, because of that, my agents are well-known as well. It is very difficult for me to... It is very difficult for me to get anything done in the city without certain eyes being tor- turned towards my activities, simply because it is well-known what I do. It is the price of fame, yes. So I am in need of agents capable of retrieving a certain item that was taken from my family. Uh... And I need those agents to be able to act surreptitiously on my behalf. Um, if you could arrange for a gathering of individuals that might be able to help me in this, uh, I would be most inclined to help you in your endeavor. I see. Uh, would this be a... Further negotiations would necessitate the acquisition of this uh, item? The, the item must be located and the item must be acquired. And it must be done so in a way where suspicions towards me are not leveled. So uh, the, the, the simple fact of the matter is, is I would uh, point you in the right direction of certain peoples to ask as to the whereabouts. And then w- upon the item's return to me, I will arrange for what you need within the scope of resources you have available to you. Well, I certainly think that that could be uh, something that could be arranged. Do you have additional details? I do, but I wouldn't be... uh, hesitant to reveal those details until you've agreed. And if it is, the, if it is your word that uh, you have agreed to this task, I would be more, ha- more than happy to share that information with you. Very well. Uh, do you require a contract, or will the, will the gentleman's word be enough for you? He goes, a gentleman's word is always enough for me. He goes, I, it is a very, very old golden circlet crown that has been in my family for quite some time. It was taken from me uh, here uh, and I believe that it is uh, being held by by someone within the city. I think that my contacts would, te- would be able to tell me if it would have left Venice at this point in time. Um, it is. He basically gives you a, a detailed description. It's a. Uh, it actually it's, looks like more of a torque. If you know what a torque mm-hmm. is, it's. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's a re- it's a ring of gold, and at the very ends of it, 
uh, there are there is a wolf head facing up and a wolf head facing down, and then an empty space in between. Uh, and uh, the 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 sides of it, 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 it etched in the gold on the uh, on the sides is uh, some old German script that that uh, that he says is nobody really knows how to read anymore. It's just really old. And that's. Uh, so it's four wolf heads, two on each side. No, it's one wolf head yeah. that's facing okay. up, one wolf head that's facing down, sort I of creating sort of like a, sort of like a yin yang type of thing on the on the end, but they don't quite touch. Gotcha. Um, and he says there there are a number of individuals here that would be interested in that in, in such an item, uh, and very few individuals that would be able to either sell or conceal uh, that item from me. Uh, and I believe that all of those people will be at a dinner party this evening, which I can secure you an invitation to, uh, and perhaps entrance to any others you wish to bring with you. Um, it is a party being held by a, uh, a very rich person in town by the name of Maximiliano. He owns the glassworks. Hmm. Interesting. Chuck Max. <laughs> Chuck Max. Ch- Chuck Max. <laughs> no, if ever I was going to be a game show host, that would be my name. Chuck- Chucky Max. <laughs> With your host, Chucky Max. Um, <laughs> or a very large Chucky doll. That is very scary. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chucky. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Please um, be my friend. That's a, that's a big steak knife, buddy. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, do we then head out? Like, a, a few guys. Ask you. I don't know. I got to bodyguard this guy, so I'm following him. Um. So yeah, small talk, small talk, small talk. Yeah. And uh, cheese, cheese, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of the cheese. Mm-hmm. And um, yes. Uh, very well. Um, I will. I will uh, look around and see what I can do, and uh, this will be very interesting. I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that we'll be able to come to an accommodation. Okay, so when you take off, um, I'm going to go up to the table and very quickly scribble a little bit on a piece of paper, and then follow along. Your cheese is amazing. <laughs> I will. What will, is the blend will, will is, is work this, for is cheese. This fog? And, and mercenary will work for cheese. Please hire me instead. Quince paste plus blue cheese equals delicious. Thank you so much. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I really want cheese. And it's literally that thing that he gives. Okay. Oh, literally that. Literally the thing. All right. So I'm going to keep this then because it is now mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ooh, intrigue. <laughs> yes. And I am no mere bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Maltese. These Falchian, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt, you're a beautiful sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so uh, you guys take off from there. Uh, you left that note. Um, 
you're going over to the jewelers and yep. you're still just looking for a mark. Okay. Um, all right. All so jewelry shops. Awesome. <laughs> so there, that you you go to you go to a couple of the shops and um, you actually start asking around, and one of the shop owners basically just points him out to you. Okay. And he's across he's across the way. I'm going to go over and sort of give him a little bit of a bow. Okay. Uh, he is a middle-aged man with uh, brown hair and light eyes. Um, he has no facial hair. He is finely dressed, and he seems to be uh, surrounded by two uh, gentlemen wearing uh, uh, fencing swords. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't mean to impose, but I was told you were the man to talk to regarding Sebastian Lacroix. And he sort of does one of those looks at you, <laughs> kind of like, what are you talking about and how do you know? Sort of, and that sort of betrays that he recognizes the name and he goes... Gives you the dramatic hamster. Yeah, yeah. the dramatic hamster. Um, but he goes, what do, we know of, what do you know of this man? The more important thing is that I do know him and I wish to assist I'm afraid, good sir, that I do not know what you're talking about. I'm afraid that you do. And I can be quite useful, especially with meeting the ends necessary. I do not know who you are. You come to me in the middle of the street, telling, uh, pronouncing a name I do not know. I am sorry, but I don't think I can help you. Hmm. Trying to think what would help this guy. No. <laughs> the, um, the the two guys with him get are getting a little tense. How can I prove myself to you? And that my intentions are as I say that they are. Um. Hmm. <laughs> he goes, there's a man that's been causing me some trouble. If you could eliminate him, perhaps we could talk. What is this man's name and where do I find him? He basically uh, pulls a what looks like a calling card out of his belt and he hands it, hands it to you. And is it a bad signal? <laughs> <laughs> please, uh, please tell me. I'm super not sorry about any of this. <laughs> and it's basically a, uh, a calling card for Hurla Sinig yep. Huntsman. Okay. I'm going to look at it sort of knowingly. It's actually the card that apparently Hurla does hand out to people, mm-hmm. and he just hands you a copy of it that he seems to have on his person. Where do I find you after the task is complete? I believe you already know that. Or you not, would not have been able to find me here. Consider it done. <laughs> bon chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just walks away. I was really hoping it would be Fortunato. Fortunato? 
<laughs> I had a Fortunato in this adventure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's still in there. You just haven't gotten there yet. But um, it's getting a little while enough. You could wall them up. That is definitely a, a, a <laughs> something you could do. Uh, but you'd have to find the cask of a Montalado first. Uh, in any case, is that the second time that we've... Yeah, you already went off with it, Edgar Allan Poe. Well, uh, that was pretty strange. That was yeah, was, yeah, indeed. That was that was the mic check. But okay. Um, sorry. Eli, you find uh, a young man uh, who's actually fairly young. He's like 17 years old. Mm-hmm. He seems to be completely infatuated with you, and uh, he seemed to have like another girl hanging out with him, but totally sort of did away with her. Yeah, like this one. Like, get out of here. Yeah. I like this one better. <laughs> you know, he's a total, he's kind of a D-wad, mm-hmm. uh, and he just wants to sort of impress you with all his money and blah, 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 but you can tell that he has absolutely no substance in him whatsoever mm-hmm. other than Flash. She's like laughing, going along with, ha great. You're lame. And he's going, and he's going, oh, there's a wonderful party going on tonight. Would you like to come with me? I'm certain it'd be fine. There'll be lots of food and entertainment. Oh, as long as I could get a new mask and outfit. Of course, of course. So you guys go, you know, and there's the the shopping montage. You know, you come yeah. out with an outfit. He goes, and that one goes. <laughs> 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 so yeah, yeah, he has no problem buying you some okay. nicer things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when that shows shoulder. The most Ch- most lewd one. <laughs> a little bit of ankle when you walk real fast. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, so high. Lewd. Scandalous. It is scandalous. Um, okay, so you go looking for this hurla guy. He has a house okay. uh, uh, right outside the city, and basically same description. It's a nice uh, two-story manor house. It has a lot of open grounds mm-hmm. and some woods in the back. You can see peop- men working on horses and dogs. Uh, there seems to be. Uh, uh, a lot of activity in the area, and you see two figures walking out of the house that oh. meet their description. I did not expect to see you again. Why not? The good Lord has brought us all together. The good Lord. In m- fact, I was thinking that perhaps you might be able to assist me with a uh, small matter. I'm already quite busy with a task at hand as it is. I'm sure that this would not uh, take much more of your time. Did you wish to uh, speak with the master of the, of the house? I can make an introduction. I don't believe I need assistance with an introduction, but I do need to speak with the master of the house. Mm, I'm sure that that could uh, easily be arranged. Um, I wish to speak to the master of the house alone. Of course, of course. But uh, we'll we'll wait here for a moment and escort you back to the to the city. Companions such as us who have been saved from the sea must stay together. Of course, it is the will of the Lord. Morgan's just gonna walk away to the house now. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. kind of like okay, and that, continue that, that. on on their Friends way. Seems quite dour. Always been quite dour. All right. So you walk up to the house. I wonder where the line is. (laughs) Um, And you knock on the door, Mm -hmm. and the same little old guy sort of opens up. Mm -hmm. He goes, yes? I wish to speak to your master. Who may I say is come calling? Morgan. He will know. All right. And he goes, 
all right then come in mm-hmm. and he sits you in the same seating room uh and uh the same gentleman comes out mm-hmm. sort of like almost impossibly handsome he's in his late 20s early 30s you would think long dark hair bearded uh very well dressed mm-hmm. with these magnificent looking dogs I do believe we met earlier and I need your assistance <laughs> he laughs at you <laughs> goes, please have a seat I believe you're well aware of why I'm in the city I do know these things yes I do also know that you've been given another task I have been given another task that I don't wish to carry out, but if I can convincingly make it seem so, that would be enough. That is an interesting proposition. I haven't died in quite a long time. (laughs) Do you think that it would endear him to you? Most certainly. He seemed very easy to convince. He only asked for this one thing. But you know the task at hand is absolutely crucial that I continue and carry it out. And this is the only way to earn his trust. We must make it look good, though. Most assuredly. (laughs) 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 So good. I'm so happy right now. (laughs) All right. I got a king. Ten of hearts. All right. He's going to take a swap at you. All right. Uh, basically, uh, a cool more scars. Yeah, a short sword, uh, sort of like leaps into his hand at at uh, an incredible speed. Is there one for his dogs? His dogs are just watching. Okay, and they just like to watch. They just like, you know, your dogs too. Because <laughs> really, those fuckers. I they need some more wine my, for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need some more beer too. Yeah. Do you want me to get you one? Yeah, please. Um, so he draws a sword and uh, he, uh, he basically just holds it up to it, to his face and does the flourish yeah. and goes, bring it on. All right. <laughs> All right, what do I need to do here? Okay, so there's fighting skill. Yep. Uh, that's going to be at a die value. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you're going to have your hero die as well. Uh, then what you're going to try to do is you're going to try to hit your opponent's parry, okay. which is right now is going to be a six. Okay. And rolling super high so over I the six. I hit a six. You hit a six. Okay. Uh, you basically, uh, you basically nicked him, mm-hmm. and he goes, first touch, very good. <laughs> uh, and he attacks back. All right. Now there are some things that you can do as well. Uh, there, you can, you can, you can go defensive and actively parry, which means you'd make a fighting, and that would be your new TN. Uh, there are all kinds of different types of maneuvers and stuff you can do, but I don't know how fancy you want to get. And there's your, there you go. Oh, I have. Yeah, everybody's got a copy of that. I don't need it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a talker, not a fighter. Um, you have was, magic. Was there like a exchange of blows, or was it just? Or was it just he reached out and nicked him, and then? Basically, really conversational. Th- they're very conversational. Right now, it's sort of like an Errol Flynn movie, where mm-hmm. they're sort of very friendly 
fighting each other. Okay. They're not sparring. They're actually trying to fight each other. Okay. But they're doing it in sort of like a very uh, gentlemanly way. Gentlemanly way, a la a la Princess Bride. Exactly. The reason I'm asking is because I'm still right outside. You actually do. So when I when I hear something that sounds give like me a notice roll. Give me a notice roll to see if you actually uh, sense it as the weapons are being drawn. But it'll become obvious later on. What's your parry, by the way? Uh, I do. My rule is if it's oh, okay. I guess it's, it's the six area. I it's a seven. Yeah, there. So seven. Okay. As much as it has no, no. I was looking at this. That's why I was right, right. matching these up wrong. Yeah, these are going right, to be so the permanent yeah, numbers, seven. and these are dice yeah. values. Yeah, sure. Seven. Okay, cool. so he managed. He nicks you right back, and almost completely matches the same blow that you did in in a sort of mocking sort of way. Yeah. And he goes, ha, ha, ha. So if I wanted to do something that's fancy or at least just seems fancy mm-hmm. um, I want to know if I'm able to do that I would love to be able to like take my sword and snag like a piece of like some kind of you know pottery that's got a handle on it to like fling at him to distract him and then do a slash okay so you can do multiple actions in one turn you, uh, trick there you go yeah yeah if you look at trick that is okay. I rolled a, I mean, exactly an 11, what that an 11 is. by yeah. the way Okay. Oh, these guys are super yeah, nice. you hear really uh, basically metal on it. You hear that. Okay. okay. I'll say, so it looks like I need to make an opposed agility or smarts roll, and they're at a negative two parry if I yeah. hit, right? Right. Okay, so my agility is the d10. And he's going to roll his smarts. I got a nine. Oh, no, you get to re-roll that six. Yeah. Explodes. Explodes. Oh. So whenever you get top end of the die, it always explodes. Yeah. So you had ten. Alright. Ten. Huzzah. Okay. Uh, you pulled the trick off, no problem. Okay. Uh, he did not make his opposed roll. So uh, you go ahead and you pick up the, the, the jug of brandy mm-hmm. and you toss it straight at him. Yeah. And he basically tries to parry it with his sword, but it shatters on it, and he's basically covered in liquid and got in his eyes, and he's like basically reeling back. Mm-hmm. So he's at a, a minus two parry for your next attack. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say actually that he is. Uh, is he also shaken? He is shaken. So basically, he's going to spend his action breaking off the shaken, and okay. you see you see him sort of like rub his eyes and and his, and has his sort of in a defensive mm-hmm. motion, but he's sort of like bleary eyed and looking at you. Yeah. And you can go ahead and strike again. All right. And you're at. Uh, he, I'm going to do just another basic attack. I was basically using that as a distraction yeah. so that I could go ahead and slash. His parry is now at a minus two, so it's going to be a lot easier for you to get him. And also, whenever you exceed the the, the amount to hit him by four, mm-hmm. you actually do a wound. And that's Ooh. what actually does damage to him. And then he starts getting it minuses. Okay. So as since I just heard the weapons being drawn Seven. and now the broken bottle of brandy, <laughs> I'm going to rush in back inside the house. Okay. Okay, well, if you're rushing in, yeah, then I'm rushing <laughs> no, you thought you were about to hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, you looked at so. me like that. I was like, come on, dude. This one up. It's shitty. Just back it up. <laughs> uh, but okay. Uh, and I rolled a seven. You rolled a seven. So you, you basically, you got a hold of him, but you didn't get a, a, a big chunk out of him. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, his parry is uh, seven. So if at the minus two, you needed a nine in order to do a, a full wound to him. He's okay. kind of a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... All right, so you guys walk up to the door, mm-hmm. and what do you do? The door is closed. I make sure nobody shoots him. Um, I open the door. I mean, is it locked? Yeah, it's well, locked. So, okay. 
Right. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so if it's locked, I try and break it down. Okay, that's what you're going to do on, your, yeah. on on the next swipe. All right. So, um, <laughs> and he, he gave me a nick, but not like an actual. No, no, wound. no, not okay. an actual wound. I'll, I'll let you know when it's an actual okay. wound because he's been rolling like shit, like like that. Actually. So, um, well, if he missed you, it's supposed to be more convincing on his end. Of exactly. Yeah. But uh, no, he, the, see, he makes a normal attack at you and misses you and says, quit moving around so much. Uh, mm-hmm. And at that point, uh, you knock down the door. Okay. Uh, but you see that the two dogs are basically right in front of the door just sort of growling at you. <laughs> Damn it, Fido. Uh, your master's in danger! <laughs> and and one, and one of them, and, and then one of them just starts starts growling, just sort of looks at you sideways, and then starts growling again, <laughs> kind of like yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, you go. All right, shall we make it quick then? I think we've played enough, so I'm going to say just narratively, what what do you do? Uh, I'm going to go for a thrust, and I'm going to try and. I would hope that I know enough. That be, because he said I haven't died in a while, but I also don't know exactly to what extent he means that. So I'm going to go for something where I know that it will look run through, but it isn't going to necessarily be through something. Yeah, you're going to basically vital. something that doesn't have any vital sort of muscle yeah. through and through. All but the way but through. something that would look nasty like, and like someone would die from it. <coughs> okay, yeah. like um, a really big human pincushion like sideshow mm-hmm. thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, I'm say you're an expert enough fighter to know what location to go for, okay. but it is going to be a called shot. Okay. Uh, but he's not going to generally really try to defend himself all that much. So okay. go ahead and make an attack roll. Just hit a four is all you need. Okay. Hit a four. <laughs> all right, good. Because <laughs> I wanted you to hit a three and a one or something like that, <laughs> and then more complications arise. And uh, but okay, cool. So yeah, so you see this. You see him just sort of run the guy through. Uh, right here toward in the lower abdomen you see uh, his short sword go all the way through and then pull out and you see her legs sort of crumple and the dogs just sort of like go over to him and start licking his face I uh, I whip out my two barrel pistol and shoot (laughs) who are you going to shoot I'm going to shoot the person who just killed my contact (laughs) the man who I'm depending and the entire holy roman empire is depending on Uh, for the mercenaries (laughs) need to restore the rightful King to the throne. <laughs> You're just perfect. So go on ahead. This game is going <laughs> no! so much better than I thought it would. <laughs> so so, mess, so right? this guy has a two barrel hand cannon. <laughs> has a two barrel hand cannon. I just feel like you don't understand. All right, this is going to be a new, new initiative, though. Are you going right. to go? Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's one for you. Okay, do you uh, want to? Okay. Okay. No, just do the one deck. Cool. Turns I out, just think turns out I need that In case we got a joker. Joker, exactly. Oh, great. All right. My two of hearts. <laughs> Queen of spades. Four of hearts. Uh, all right, so it looks like the Maltese falchion goes first. <laughs> <laughs> well, has the, the pistol already been fired? The pistol has been drawn, because he, been drawn. he basically announced his action with the drawing of the pistol. Right. So I'm going to say it's in his hand. Okay, well, I think what I'm going to do then is I'm going to stand not directly in front of the pistol. <laughs> but recognizing that the pistol is drawn at the beginning, I think I'm just going to basically... Take a defensive action in case Batman tries to get <laughs> past me to okay. get to my charge. Okay, that sounds good. So you take a defensive action. Do I roll anything for that? Now? Uh, no, uh, because it, defensive action just basically gives you a plus two to your parry. Oh yeah, straight up. 
That's uh, awesome. My parry is now a 10. But you can't do anything but move. You can't attack okay. it. Now, you can go full parry, which means you would roll your fighting, and the result of that roll would be become your new parry. No, because I'm not going to roll a fighting higher than 10. And So basically, that's the yeah. way that those yeah, two yeah. modes work. Um, all right. So... It's Batman's turn. It's Batman's yeah. turn. Just a little bit. I feel like... People actually say you're a little quiet. Uh, that's impossible. It's because it's over here and I'm talking this way. That's impossible. <laughs> uh, so, this is such a nuisance to me because <laughs> I just I don't need this shit right now. So I'm gonna. But it's so Batman. Come on, Batman! You I gotta know. talk. Yeah, I know. Talk it out. <laughs> so I'm going to actually Hold on for a second, lower man. the weapon go that I have in my hand. He's not dead, and it was necessary. You have to listen to me. Uh, can I see? Can I see our uh, our host moving? You, you, you see him sort of open an eye. I'm gonna have to. La, 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 uh, Jim la, la, said that la, 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 we la. saw him open an eye and close yeah. it to him. Yeah. It had to look convincing. I'm listening. Pistol is still out. Yeah. I have a very important task to complete, and he was well aware of the danger of it. And this was something that was agreed to. Do not get in the way of this. Uh, since he appears that he has not... Like, since he looked at me mm-hmm. and then closed his eye again, mm-hmm. I will sheath the sheath the weapon. Mm-hmm. Carefully, like, wipe blood off. Like, Yeah, we do the... Uh, yeah. Who's first? Great. Okay, but the Maltese Falcon is still out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Do I do I have your word that no harm will come to him until my contract is completed? No harm beyond what has already been done, but it was necessary and you have to understand that, though I cannot tell you why. I do believe we have a party to get to. I have a assumption that you are also headed to the same place that I am. Well, God has determined that the glass works. We see each other again and again. Apparently, there are no coincidences. <laughs> oh, so the hand cannon gets holstered. Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we talked it out. Oh, yeah. okay. And the Maltese Falcon goes away. Stupid Michelob Ultra. Stupid phone. Get that later. Um. All right. So <laughs> tensions being uh, subdued. All right, everybody, give me back their cords. Um. Do you want to just use this and I'll shuffle? Yeah, uh, go for it, man. Okay. Set these aside. Oh no! If you give them to me, I'll shuffle. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Ready. All right. Trick I use in my games. That's a damn good idea. But like I said once again, the only other deck of cards I have is a Sailor Moon deck of cards. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Werewolf Wild West deck of cards. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just really excited about hearing the, that name again. <laughs> I missed Razor Um Okay, so um, why don't we just go ahead and we'll fast forward to the actual party itself, yeah. unless anybody else has anything else they want to do. Oh, there's still feminist wine out. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, feminist wine. Um, she's going by Roma. Okay. With this guy. Okay. I don't like crossing streams. 
Okay, so um, you guys sort of head uh, head out to at around uh, um, dusk toward to, towards the party. Are you guys heading there as a group, or do you not want to be seen together, or what's what's the deal? Uh, I've got very little interest in being seen with anybody else. Okay, I'm this Yehu's bodyguard. Yeah, you guys are. So I think the two of us. Yeah, are you guys are battle buddies. Yeah. So on on the uh, on the um, trip back to Venice mm-hmm. with uh, with our friend, I will ask. Um, at this party, there's something that I am in need of acquiring. Are you there for something as well? I would hate for the two of us to be at uh, loggerheads. I am not trying to acquire any sort of object. Excellent. Then if there's anything that I can do to assist in your endeavor, I would be happy to do so. Just stay out of the way. Batman. Batman. <laughs> I guess, I guess there, is there another? <laughs> why? Why? Because I'm Batman. <laughs> That's what it should say on there. It's just because Batman. There. Uh, how did? The, how, how this should have ended is like a cartoon, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube channel, and the Batman justifies everything. He goes because I'm Batman. Because I'm Batman. And Superman goes just no, don't stop. No. Because I'm Batman. It doesn't, okay. That doesn't we, even make any sense. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Batman. And they had a I'm Groot. Because I'm, I'm Batman. I'm Groot. <laughs> Alright, this is going to go on forever. Yeah, it was yep. great. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you guys show up at the party first. You have an invitation. You go inside. The, apparently, in the inside of the house, everything is decorated up as uh, almost every corner of every room where the guests are invited to has its own little vignette of Comedia dell'arte uh, playing. Oh, nice. uh, Quick question. Nice. I assume that wearing armor and helm is bad at a fancy party. It's a costume party. Whatever you do, it's fine. Oh, it's okay. carnival. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> that's the cool thing about it. Yeah. Is that being inconspicuous, in order to be inconspicuous, you have to be conspicuous. Um, which is w- why this place is so popular at this particular right. point in time. Um, but yeah, so, and for those people that don't know what the Commedia dell'arte is, it's an old form, uh, it's an old art form in which they have particular characters that wear particular masks, and, and these characters interact in certain ways, but most, for the most part, it's sort of like improvisational comedy, where they're, they're sort of given a premise, and the actors sort of act out the premise. And there are some classical combinations of these groups, and this is where the character Harlequin Arlecchino Pantalone is uh, basically the common foil to Arlecchino uh, and there are also some romantic couples and a whole bunch of different things but so you see basically a different form of this sort of play acting being done in just about every room um, for entertainment uh, along with uh, some madrigal singers and, and players that play along with the, the theater acts so it's very lively there are servants that have uh, canapes and drinks being th- uh, mingled throughout the place and you can see this is sort of like the who's who of Venice right now uh, uh, Delilah shows up with her new beau uh, soon after they do um, there's a kind of an accumulation of wealth here that you've never seen in your life. Uh, the 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 this is literally probably some of the richest people in the country 
at this particular moment in time. She's in awe, but she's no selling it. Uh, why don't you give me a uh, kind of? I think give me a spirit roll. Uh, just your straight up spirit, just to see if you're if if you're managing to contain your awe. But your spirit is like super high, so nine. Right? Yeah, no problem. You sort of walk in, and it kind of takes your breath away for a second, but you mm-hmm. catch yourself real quick. Um, and then, um, how do you want to arrive? Uh, probably more quietly. I've talked to a couple of the servants earlier, mm-hmm. so I'm probably going to see if I can talk them into letting me in towards a side door, looking directly for um, Cesare. Uh, <laughs> so you want to you want to actually you don't want to sneak in, but you kind of like go, no, you know me, let me in, type of thing. Or? Exactly. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to be a little more quiet about it, right? So I, I, I'm just trying to determine what skill set that would actually work sure. with. Uh, da, 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 da. Can't I find you because you're dumb? <laughs> oh, there we go. So, uh, so you did tell me where to find him. So. Right, right. Oh, you know where this guy is. He's he's here. Yeah. Uh, but I did his dumb dumb task. <laughs> So there. In your face, dum-dum. So I'm going to get... Do you have persuasion as a skill? I do not. How about intimidation? Oh, yeah. Okay, (laughs) go ahead and roll me an intimidation. All right, can somebody... Why? Give me another d6. Sure. Sure, do. Other... It's another one. It's a weird color. I wasn't paying attention to it. Uh, Five. All right. Uh, not paying any attention right now. You manage to basically bull your way through the, the servants in the back, and, and you, you, you get in no problem. <laughs> doctor, doctor, doctor. <laughs> um, so basically right now you're in sort of like the food prep area, mm-hmm. uh, and there are a bunch of servants that are picking up drinks and food and shuttling the trays back and forth from the, from the main party. Uh, do I recognize any of them from earlier? You recognize the Major Domo. He seems to be directing a lot of this stuff in this area. I'm going to approach him. Your master had a task for me, and it's been complete. Can you please find him and let him know? He, 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 he's busy doing a bunch of stuff, and then you just walk up and just yep. blurt this out, and he seems kind of startled. Good. <laughs> and he goes... Showed up out of nowhere. Exactly. It's like, poof. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> he goes, certainly, just <laughs> wait here a moment. Um, and he sort of disappears. Um as you're sort of peering in at the party, you see these two guys uh, sort of mingling around. You see the, the actual party that's going on. You see her in a very nice new dress next to a new guy in a cool mask also sort of going in and, and being introduced around. Uh, so you see the rest of the the survivors from the uh, shipwreck are in this party as well. Okay. Um, the... Hold on. Uh, you guys, basically, uh, there's a rumor floating around over here that Hurla Sining has been murdered. Uh, his body was found also earlier gasped. by a servant. Everybody's and, and so that <laughs> seems to be like the thing that, that yeah. people are talking about here. You also pick up on that. Okay. Uh, that uh, this guy has been murdered, and everybody's talking about him, and everybody's just sort of going. 
oh, you dealt with him too? It's like everybody's going, holy crap, everybody in this room has dealt with this right. guy. Um, so, you know, everybody's sort of a buzz, and it seems to be the, the talk of the party. Whoever murdered him is screwed. <laughs> it's true, I was there. Dead on the floor, entrails spewed across the room. It was truly the work of, of must have been a dozen men. Roll me a persuasion. Give yourself a plus <laughs> yeah, two. Oh my god, Nick, I love you so much. <laughs> that is the shit. <laughs> yes! Give that man all the rumors. Oh, sadly, a five. <laughs> you know, you have three bennies, bro. Yeah. And you just earned another one by being awesome. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, that's here. And actually, that's I will actually right. give you another one, too, because Yay. you're being awesome. Uh, a five. Uh, there you go. A five is what you get. Um, no, you know what? I am going to burn another one. Okay. Because you know what? He yeah. Needs, he, needs, he wants to live forever. Indeed. The five. <laughs> that is what it was meant to be. Yeah. But four is the basic target number for everything in this game. So you did beat it. You just didn't get a. You just didn't I was get just a raise. To get like some yeah, an eight or you know, something yeah. better to get a raise. But the thing is, everybody, you, you actually managed to make yourself sort of like the center of attention of this party right now because everybody's sort of like listening to what you have to say right. because you're at the center of the current drama. Uh, and I want to hope. I want to try and leverage that to get. Uh, as a, was it Maxa, Maximano? Maximiliano. Maximiliano. Or you can call him Max. Max is fine. Chucky. Chucky. Chucky Max. Chucky Max. I hope my wife is watching this because she's going to be giggling every time you say Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to kind of use it to sort of um, attract attract his attention. Basically, the end result of this mechanically is that whomever you want to talk to here, you will get an automatic raise with whatever persuasion or whatever kind of conversation you have with them because everybody okay. is focused in on you and being seen talking to you is now sort of like a thing. Uh, all right, what are you doing? Janu. Uh, Janu is um, going over gory details with people, basically <laughs> based on bullshit that he's seen. <laughs> all right, so basically you're recounting old war stories, but just put but framing in this saying that it's this guy. It's like, yeah, and then one. other things are around. There, um, Did you know that a cat almost killed. always blinks before you hit it on the head with a ball beam camera? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kind of um, do you have any type of social skill that might I have a persuasion or intimidation? Go ahead and go with persuasion, I think. that. Okay. Um, uh, five. <laughs> that is the number of the day. <laughs> All right, same deal as him. You just everybody's sort of focused in on you mm-hmm. and your story. And you'll get a free raise with whatever conversation, right. or whatever you get before. There are uh, bits of liver. How everywhere. do you react to this information? <laughs> She's no selling it, cake, but she is uh, guiding her boat towards them and be like, "Oh, who is this person? How did he get? Like, oh. this is so intriguing." All right, so that's what ha- that actually happens. Uh, uh, you see uh, Delilah walk up with a young gentleman. And they seem to be also intent on your conversation, but you guys sort of give each other knowing glances, I mm-hmm. suppose. Um, but uh, the uh, the major domo comes back and he goes, "Sir, if you would please follow me." And he takes you upstairs to, through a narrow staircase that's in the kitchen up to the second floor to uh, what looks like a sitting room, and uh, there is Chisade waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And he basically, as soon as you walk in the door, he throws his arms open and embraces you in friendship and goes 
It is amazing. I've been trying to rid myself of that man for years, and you managed to do it in a matter of hours. Who are you? What devilry, what devilry is this? And what, and, what manner, and what manner of blessing has God brought to my house? <laughs> so he just seems besides himself with joy that you managed to pull off uh, the, the thing. He says, please, please tell me everything. I told you I was somebody that you could trust. And I did as you asked. And it was done quickly. There really aren't many details to tell. Really, I hear tell there were two witnesses. They're telling the story downstairs right now. All the gory details that didn't seem to manage to find any kind of decent description of you, just an aftermath. But I couldn't have thought of a better situation. We'd have, they have no idea of who, who did this, but they know that it was foul murder. Well, I was able to get in and out quite quickly and unnoticed. They did not have a chance to see my face, and especially during this particular time with Carnival. Whatever your name is, I am certain that we could be very good friends. That is my hope as well. And as we agreed upon, you were going to introduce me to Sebastian. Oh, I, I will. Uh, I cannot as do so. As we agreed upon. He is indisposed currently on his current mission uh, and left instructions with me that he is not to be disturbed until tomorrow. I need information on where his mission is then. This was what we agreed upon. He paid me a great deal of money for him to be left on, to left to his business. And alone. I took out the one person that you've been unable to take out for how long now? He basically sort of points at his main door, and he brings out a, a chest about this about this size, mm-hmm. a foot by about six inches, about eight inches tall, and opens it, and it's filled with nothing but gold coins. No, nope. please take this as a small recompense. Uh, I did not do this for monetary recompense. I did this for information that you promised to give me. He sort of blanches a little bit and he goes, I must be honest with you. I did not think that you would succeed. (laughs) That much is obvious. (laughs) If I was able to dispatch your mortal enemy so quickly, I can only imagine how quickly something could happen to another person. He looks kind of scared at this point. <laughs> um, he goes, um, high five. There you go. <laughs> uh, and uh, he goes, I will let you know, but you must promise that the source of this information will go, will, will not be shared with anyone. My promises seem to carry far more weight than yours already. I'm about to keep mine, and if you be quiet enough, I will do so. Then do it. Uh, He basically tells you that he is working on some kind of alchemical project. He does not know what it is, Mm -hmm. but he has sought use of the foundry on Murano Island for for his usage in that, and that he is... Uh, currently in a, f- in a bit of a financial state and this gentleman is helping him work work that out when with the promise that he would be left alone to finish his work. That is what I needed. And, and, he, and he basically gives you uh, a, a uh, what looks like a medallion mm-hmm. uh, and he says simply show this to anyone working at the forge and they will allow you entrance without any question. If this doesn't work, I will be back. I am hoping so. I need that medallion returned and I need it not to be found at the scene. I obviously deal in discretion. 
I would be remiss if I did not point out certain necessities of mine own. No insult intended. Insult taken, regardless. <laughs> that is your choice. <laughs> but now you have come. What you have? You have what you have come for. And now leave me. Yeah. I'm super going to leave, and I'm going to go looking for these guys. Now, I deal indiscretion. Just card. It's like, why are you all these malformed penises? <laughs> um, Betty Page deck. I've seen this never, forever. Yes. I, I wouldn't mind owning one of those myself. But uh, okay, so yeah, you find them and you you see them just sort of telling the story, and you see her and this and this other young man, and he seems to be completely spellbound by what they're saying. There's a bunch of people, and everybody seems to be clamoring to talk to these two. Yeah. Right. And every every fourth or fifth word, I beg your pardon. I, mm. I, I it's it's shocking. I know. I'm I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, she's selling like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your character's name again, Nick? Um, Karsten. Karsten. We yes. had a discussion earlier that if I was in need of assistance that you were available. Mm, yes, of course. I'm in need of assistance now. Can we go outside and talk? Uh, yes, if you'll excuse me for a moment, I will be happy to regale you with further tales of the gruesome uh, murder that I have, uh, that I have seen. But uh, a moment, if, if you will. There are a couple of ladies that are like, oh, please don't go. Ah. Oh, my dear. I will be happy to to return and give you a private audience. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> she goes, hmm, one that I will look forward to quite uh, in quite anticipation, quite a bit of anticipation. So you guys take off, and everybody's like, oh, uh, my God. As we are leaving, I'm going to look at uh, Delilah mm-hmm. and go, <laughs> you like, do deal in discretion, don't you? Mask up, wink. Amazing. Okay. Amethyst. All right. Uh, so uh, you guys. She's going to send her bow. Hey, can you go give me some crap to drink or something? And he goes, Of course. And yeah, he takes yeah. off. So then she's going to. All right. Not a problem. So everybody's outside with. Uh, I'm in need of assistance. Yes. To stop an assassination attempt. That seems rather counterproductive to your normal operations. There may be more than I can take out on my own. Also, it turns out I'm good at that. I would hope so. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hire you to to walk around clanking behind me because I needed to be announced. I can do that too. <laughs> oh, you've since become employed. Uh, our friend here is looking for work, and I am hiring. Mm. Well, this is something that Herla was helping me with, and is connected to the earlier incident which you saw. Mm-hmm. Are you able to assist me? She comes walking up. Mm-hmm. You saw the murder of Herla. Yes. Were you not listening to the to the entire party? He was someone I was supposed to talk to. I wasn't sure if he was a good man, so I was staying away from him. Don't worry, you'll have a chance later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that something could be arranged, but uh, perhaps a <laughs> bit more information. And there is something that I am looking for as well. Uh, you seem to have the word of the... You seem to have the ear of Maximiliano... 
Has he spoken of any sort of circlet? He is not, but I can assist you with finding whatever this item is that you need, so long as I can get some assistance in finding these men and making sure that they don't kill anyone. And whose life are we saving? Does it matter? Is life so cheap to you that it matters? No, but there are certain individuals who may help or hinder plans that I have or that my employers have as well. I just want, I, can help I wish you with to make sure that we are not working at cross purposes and that and that my friend does not end up pointing in your direction once again. It seems that regardless we have an equitable trade. Do you really require more information for that? It's I not have a the fair, ear of who you need. It's not a fair trade unless we both know exactly what we're trading for. Is that not true? All I can tell you is they are high-ranking members of the clergy. Is that enough information for you? Which clergy? The clergy in France. Okay. The good so, clergy. Time out. Yeah. Okay. Now, I need, there's, sorry, I need a little there's a lot of elements context. involved here. So, <laughs> okay. So right now, the, the Catholics and the Protestants are at war. Now, that is sort of like... The, the the main reason why most people think that this war is going on, but the real reason why this war is going on is to break Habsburg power over Europe. Uh, and the, the Habsburgs uh, are back in the play of the Protestants. So, France is the only Catholic country that is backing the Habsburgs. That is backing... The, the, the only Catholic country that... I'm sorry, the Habsburgs are backing Catholics. And the French are basically going against the Catholics because they hate the Habsburgs. So if it's a member of the French clergy, it's still sort of up in the air with you because it could be something that could help your side or it could be something that could hinder your side. The fact that it's in France makes it a little bit nebulous to you. Gotcha. But either way, it probably would be good for you. Because at the very least, it causes some sort of chaos, chaos. which exactly. could be taken advantage of. Exactly. Is that enough information? Yes, I believe we can do business. Then we must wait at the glassworks. Hmm. Many things seem to be calling us to the glassworks. I've already been over there. And as I said, there may be more than I can handle on my own. Very well then. But this I have a way of entry. This party was getting a bit dull anyway. I thought it was quite nice. <laughs> Yes. I'm sure you did. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> you guys are sort of like in the foyer area where the coats are sort of taking everything right before the entrance to the actual main hallway where the party's being held. Uh, but right before you leave, uh, a one of the comedia players comes out and sees you and sort of does like sort of bounds in, does like a little cartwheel and, and, and a little show and sort of like is doing like and uh, for for you hear the party sort of going on full core in the background and then all of a sudden what sort of happens is it's sort of like um, one of those speed effects where as you're driving away from something the sound sort of spreads out and becomes sort of dimmer uh, the uh 
uh, what is it, the effect? Doppler? Doppler effect type mm. of thing happens with that, that information. And you see uh, the Harlequin sort of like look at you and, and, and he smiles and goes, to find what is hidden, to do what is bidden, an eye must be given to shadows that prey. On fire and sand, an island does stand, where the beasts of the land it does lay. Beneath you must go, lest evil may grow, by sword or by bow, make the stand. Return what is lost, or steep is the cost, and the line will be crossed into hell's depths of this land. And poof, he sort of disappears and the party sounds go back. that make any sense to any of you? I have no interest in anything that fool had to say. Uh, and you look in your hand, and in your hand there's a coin. But this is quite odd. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> one side of the coin is basically gives you the... It, it's, it's a St. Christopher medallion mm-hmm. type of coin. Okay. And as everybody knows, well, if you're at all Catholic at all, St. Christopher is the patron saint of travelers. Ah. I thought it was uh, lost things. Uh, and lost things. Traveling lost children. Traveling lost children. Well, he's supposed to be the lost one that you pray to for children. safe travel. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, and on the back side, there's sort of like a stylized wolf. I like this queen a lot. Mm. Um, you will frame it. Yes. <laughs> I bite it. And put it in your cave. Yes. <laughs> your wolf yes. cave. <laughs> your wolf <laughs> cave. Your bat cave. Your bat cave. <laughs> the bat wolf cave. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, and you find that coin in your hand, and um, uh, inscribed along the edge of the wolf head, mm-hmm. and it says, uh, "When f- if when fire is passed, the coin may may be your only entrance." Writing for those listening to the podcast later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be, be your only entrance. All right. Well, I'm going to tuck that coin away because that's it. Seems interesting and important, but not as interesting and important as my mission. All right. Um, this noble I was with, like, how rich is he? He paid for everything that you wanted really easy. Like, does he have a lot of guards? Guards, guards, guards. Uh, no. He doesn't seem to have a lot of guards. Screw him in. Alright. Just take off. Yeah. You coming with us? Well, I was going to say I got kidnapped. Come rescue me here. But if he doesn't have extra dudes, it's going to be him. And I really <laughs> don't care. <laughs> no, I mean, he doesn't personally have any guard, but you can tell that, he, you know, if rich, if people have, if, if rich people have people to break skulls if, if, if necessary. He wasn't a merchant, he was a noble Which means that he did not only just have money He had actual power uh, um, He was of noble birth And although in this city isn't quite as important But it's still pretty important um, Alright, so what do you guys You guys are all together, what are you doing? To the foundry To the foundry? To the foundry uh, Glassworks, sure Alright To the glass foundry Yeah Okay That place With So paste. Now that it's night, uh, as you guys sort of go up to to the to this to the shore by this island, the place looks radically different at night than it does during the day. Um, to the point where the place actually looks so much hellish, hellish during the night. 
Uh, there's no natural light anywhere anywhere around it, so all you see is sort of like black stone with sort of a skeleton of uh, of scaffolding around the outside. So it almost resembles kind of like a rotting dead corpse. If it wasn't for all of the red fiery light that comes from the, the center of it, and from the, uh, the the containers of molten glass that are that are suspended from from these cranes. Uh, there, the, there, there's only sound of merriment throughout the city, but here out in the outskirts towards this island, it's a little silent, and all you hear is the thrumming of bellows and uh, the 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 uh, the stench and, you, and and the stench of soot and brimstone and fire just wafting from it. It looks hellish, just from from any angle, um, and there is a small bridge that leads towards it as you cross it. But you see very few figures moving around uh, here at all. Morgan hates it. Mac loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you guys are as you guys are heading towards uh, heading across the bridge, crossing the bridge as well, you see uh, uh, four dark forms of men with tricorn hats, wearing masks and large uh, coats, uh, and so as as they walk up towards you and you walk up towards them, what do you guys kind of do? I'm going to approach medallion in hand, but kind of keeping it sort of palmed, but facing outward towards them. Okay. So it seems like, hey, I'm, I'm doing the thing. I'm sneaky. Mm. All right. Um, <laughs> like trying to be subtle about it. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, the guys sort of see the medallions and you see them sort of like look at each other and look at you and they look at the people in the people behind you uh, and you basically the bells of the uh, cathedral starts start ringing and it's eight o'clock and you see the the figures on the bridge sort of see the medallion and, and stop and then they sort of touch their masks with both hands like this way and their masks seem like not like normal carnival masks but they're glass masks and they make the shape of sort of like uh, some form of animal you can't quite make out in the darkness but you see their forms sort of shift as they turn into these large hounds hmm that's terrible in game but out of game that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the, they they seem they don't seem to be acting aggressively as long as you're holding that medallion. Right. Then I'm going to assume that they are not going to interact with us, and I'm going to going to keep holding the medallion and everyone in close, and try and have them sort of behind and near me as we try and pass by them. Okay. I I whisper in your what witchcraft is this? Uh, as you pass them. You you hear the the footsteps of them following you, sort of mm-hmm. like almost kind of flanking you from behind. Uh, but you can the the sound of the footsteps do not seem like like the soft muted sounds of soft feet hitting wood, but they actually sort of sound like glass hitting wood. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I make a roll to see what go for it. devilry this is? What I get five five. 
today's episode of <laughs> Roger Diamond Diamond number five. Brought to you by El Cinco. Uh, 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 <laughs> El Diablo de Montequilla. Um, you, you, you're assuming that the masks are some kind of shape-shifting fetish of some sort. <laughs> but, He's got a shape-shifting fetish. But... Uh, Boy, howdy. Uh, Don't you know that cool sort of like broken <laughs> glass sound effect <laughs> that they use in the movies a lot? So it's uh-huh. like... Well, as the, the dogs are moving, that sort of same sound effect is is moving. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that their fur is very reflective in the moonlight. Um, I have a quick question out of the game, sure. sort of on a meta level. Um, it doesn't show... On here it shows the only possession that I have is this pistol. Mm-hmm. But I would assume that being a nobleman in this time period, that I would also have had like a, an arming sword or a short sword of some Pick sort. Pick out any sword you want. Great. It's all yours. Because that's not a problem. I just uh, sort of went with the basics on the character, and I figured if you guys could justify anything else. It's like the first, it's one of the first sections is the arms and equipment. It's not too far in. Bastard sword. If there is a falcon, <laughs> then, yeah. <laughs> I am the Maltese Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Is there a way, any way I know of? Did you have Falcon dis- here? Like dispelling that type of magic or getting rid of that type of mm-hmm. magic? Yeah. Well, um, you get a sense that this is very old, old magic. Um, but yeah, there should be some kind of ritual that that does do that. But you would have to access some more information. But let's just say that if you got, would have gotten a raise in your occult role, you probably know a little bit more than you do. Mm-hmm. But you just sort of know that this is this this smells like something old, old, and uh, this should not be. <laughs> um, she she mutters, "This is old magic. This evil presence has been here for a long time." But as you guys sort of like, the, and the, the dogs sort of like lead you in in a way, towards uh, the actual uh, foundry. Uh, and you come up against what looks like a gigantic... Um, it, it, it's basically sort of like... It's one of those windows, windowed kilns that, uh, that you see glass rollers pl- putting the, the pipe glass in and then pulling it out. But there seems that. But in the back of it, there's a, a large open area where, uh, when the door is open, people sort of shove coals in, and then the bellows from the side sort of heat it up to the super hot area. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, you see the dogs sort of walk up to the this open flame pit, for for lack of a better description, and sort of flank it on either side, and they just sort of sit there. Hmm. I guess this is where we are. I guess we need Batman. Sorry. (laughs) 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 So basically, the dogs led you to this uh, big open door that's filled with fire, and they just sort of sit down on either side of that door. All right, Batman's back. (laughs) (laughs) Catholic Batman. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So I'm not going to be able to talk to them. Probably I could talk to them, but they're not going to be able to talk back to me. I'm guessing. Does it seem like we're waiting for somebody to appear? Like this is like some evil bad guy plot to like now he's going to tell us his whole plan. 
starts monologuing. Yeah. <laughs> it does not sound like a monologuing air uh, type okay. of situation. No. Um, that it, what it does seem like is like these dogs, these four dogs, seem to be guarding that door with the fire. Okay. So there's a door with fire. And every once in a while, uh, basically, a, a gout of fire comes out of that door as one of the big bellows comes down. Oh, if that's happening, then I'm going to take out the other coin that I got. Okay. And... Thank you. I guess start moving towards the fire with the other coin? Okay. So two things happen. Because let's see. It says, like, uh, when fire is past the coin, maybe your only entrance. Uh, you You... You walk towards the fire, and as you get close, you can see that the fire sort of like parts kind of like a curtain as you start getting closer. But as you start getting closer, the dogs sort of move in front of the fire to and, and start growling at you, and you can see that the, the, the hackles are, are, are raised up, and they are in a very aggressive posture. I'm going to... Friends, friends, there's no reason for this sort of behavior. I mean, tonight, of all nights, on Carnival, you should be making merry. In fact, I have a flask for you. If you merely move, you're free to enjoy this very fine vintage on, on me. Make me a persuasion roll, but trust that a five will not do it. Oh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> uh, I didn't think so. On Amazing. This How can we not? Oh! How about an eight? Woo! And actually, is that a 10 because of my charisma? Yeah, you had a plus 2. Yeah, so it's a 10. Which um, I've forgotten about before. Okay. So, we're all, we're all here for the same thing. Please, take this with my compliments. Alright. Uh, the dogs are moving up towards that, and they're sort of sniffing at the, at, at the bottle, but they're kind of like trying to figure out how they're going to do anything with it. And they're like sort of looking at you. But you're the focus of attention right now. Well, if that's distracting, then I'm totally going to use that coin to start parting that fire and try and get in the freaking doorway. Okay. Uh, the dogs are completely distracted. You make it through the fire, and with that coin, you can see that, that it's parting, and you can make your way through. Uh, everybody sees this going on. If you wish to assume your other forms, I'm sure that you'd be able to enjoy this. Or are there, and I don't mean to be insulting, bowls or something if you prefer to remain in this in this shape? Um, I am going to, like, kind of behind myself, push Delilah, like, behind and towards where the open flame area is. Okay. Because I'm staying with my charge. All right. Uh Delilah, what are you doing? Are you following his... Uh... She is going to follow his lead. Okay. Because I'm not exactly sure what we're going after. But... Uh, I know I have to do this bullshit to do the other bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell that when you say, assume your other forms, uh, the dogs go, hoo, 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 like, like they would like to. Mm. Um, oh, sad puppers. I guess we have to throw them into the fire. <laughs> uh, or shatter them into a million pieces. Uh, but still, ten out of ten would pet. But <laughs> I need both of you to roll me uh, stealth checks. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm so glad that's not me. <laughs> yeah, you'd be <laughs> screwed. Yeah. Two. 
We sent the stealth people ahead like you're supposed to. Wow, nice. 18. 18. Holy shit. Oh, like eyes. How <laughs> <laughs> oh. are we doing it, stealthy? Uh, still, seven. All right, that's pretty damn good. Um, all right, so you guys managed to uh, get yourselves. Well, it's still fat, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the Catwoman. Holla. Yeah, kind of. You kind of are. Now you need to get Batman interested in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Batman's <laughs> already interested. <laughs> I'm Batman's just gonna say. <laughs> Batman's already interested yeah. after this out stealthing. Yeah. What is? Yeah. Oh my God, your Christmas a six. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, we're mm-hmm. all interested in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying she's Whoa. she's Holy ridiculous. Balls. <laughs> She's attractive. literally one of the most beautiful women you've ever Edges, seen in your entire life. Attractive, very attractive, <laughs> charismatic. Oh yeah, yeah, you are one hundred percent. Have you ever thought about changing your name to Selena? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally <laughs> like the hottest woman I've ever seen. Okay, so eighteen on the self. Okay, Jesus. so both of you guys managed to get. You're behind the flames now. Okay, but you guys are still with these dogs. Uh, and the the there you sort of look around and there's basically a, a place where you can tell things are be, are to be quenched with water. You can empty that out and then pour some of that in, and they they start to start lapping it up. Okay. Uh, but you can tell they're still kind of wary about you going towards the fire. All right, you guys are on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the outside. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, I know that the coin <laughs> is necessary, though it seems to let them in. So I'm going to be waiting. Sort of, I need them to be able to do what I need to do. So I'm going to be sort of yeah. waiting there, trying to gauge if they're going to get back. through or if okay. I'm going to have to ditch them. Okay. Batman, so what are we doing here? Must <laughs> 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 be done. Did we get? Did, did she get a like a lowdown of what we're actually doing here? No, not really. Nobody <laughs> ever bothered to tell you. You just sort of. <laughs> but, you, but you can see that that Morgan's definitely hovering near the entryway, kind of anxiously waiting for them. No, but the thing is, he doesn't know why you guys are I know, at the glass but, but not, at all. What I'm saying is that if that's an opportunity to ask questions, if you want, I'm not saying you'll get answers. I'm just saying if you want well, to ask I, questions, I that's think what's you happening. know that I'm looking for a circlet. You're yeah. here for some reason to kill some people. But yeah. Delilah, oh, oh, doesn't, Delilah. Know. Yeah, it doesn't know. You yeah. know. Sorry. Actually, I know. I know that you know that I know that you know. So she, she sneaks fair, up fair, fair, fair. To, to Morgan. What are we doing here? Taking out some people that need to be taken out. Murder? It's necessary. They were going to kill others. All right. <laughs> What's funny oh my god, th- you're so my cat woman now but, but the, fun, the funny thing is Is that if I were to have a conversation with Eli That's exactly how it would go I'd be like holding a gun you know, Gotta kill this dude, it's gotta be done And you're like, alright uh, okay. uh, yeah. Did you like roll to turn them on? So there's suddenly <laughs> monster Four dogs, <laughs> and they're lapping up some drink. But as soon as that wears out, you don't know what's going to happen. So, what's the plan, Stan? Um, did the flames reform? Yes, after after uh, 
after Catholic Batman went through. Okay. You can tell that. All right. Am I able to go, though? Because I'm trying to, like, yeah, hold I mean, it, I, like basically hold the door for You that. can do that. If you want to do that, you can yeah, basically Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do on. because I need them to... But you can tell that the heat from the fire is still there, so as long as you hold the coin, your your arm is getting beginning uh, to heat up. I guess I'm going to be, like, every little bit, like, okay, are they... Right. Nope, they're still talking to the dogs. Nope, still talking <laughs> to... Are these, are these fuckers coming or not? Perfect. All right. Um... Kind of like giving like momentary glances at like parting the flames. You know, but uh, here's an extra Benny for everybody who's worn their mask pretty much the entire gosh darn game. Which is great. I did not expect that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> yeah. It is very itchy. Yeah, it's quite, <laughs> quite warm. Yeah, but I ten, don't care. My ten dollar freaking uh, Hobby Lobby yeah. freaking. Well, mask this one's set. got like weird felt on the inside. Yeah, this one does too. Does it? Yeah. I yeah. actually don't mind the felt on the inside, just because I've had other masks that are like really like sweaty. Yeah. And at least this isn't sweaty. It's not sweaty, it's but itchy. I feel like I'm gonna look like I'm wearing a mask after the game too. The, <laughs> for me, the problem on this one is isn't so much that it's. I mean, hot. It feels like the little the feathers must be. They are in my nose and mouth this entire <laughs> time. Oh, I don't like, have feathers. I chose a non-feathered one. Yeah, this one's got just enough felt that I had to get in the right position because otherwise I was like, <laughs> right, because it was like in my nose. Yeah, I feel like that quail. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? We're dedicated, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a video of me and Citrus Singers during a choral performance, and there was a piece of snow on my folder, and I kept trying to, like, blow it off. And you could see me very conspicuously go, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know I was being that conspicuous until everybody after the show went, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> um, uh, Citrus Singers. Um, yeah. So, I will... Uh... So, as they're sort of finishing up, Lapping up uh, some of the alcohol, mm-hmm. and and probably out of the corner of your eye, you're probably seeing this portal sort of like right. opening Open occasionally. I mean, like, right? <laughs> Come on, my friends, my friends, you have done excellent work today, and I will commend your your dedication to the highest levels. I, I assure you, but uh, please, no need to wait on my account. We will take care of everything here. You may return to your to your typical posts. And they move back to the two sides of the fiery curtain. But weren't there like two that came in from us with the front? They kind of smelled you coming and came out to challenge you. Right, okay. right. Uh, and then uh, once they saw the medallion, says, "Oh, he's part. They're part of the organization." They just went back. Okay. Uh, then, then, uh, thank you, thank you again. And then the next time it opens, I say. Shall we? Go. Yep. <laughs> Basically, I push him. I'm going second. And we'll go and make sure that he goes. <laughs> All right, pick a number between one and ten. Uh-oh. Eight. <laughs> Do I win the prize? Whoa. Did you guys make it through? <laughs> you basically sort of like, you're very sort of like uh-huh, just five. edging your way over there, and yeah, then you decide to like... Fucking go, and you yeah. just run towards it, and her arm pulls through right there at the right second, and you just just tumble through, and then the fire comes back down, and the dogs are basically barking on the other side. Oh my god, dead on an eight! I swear to. You. <laughs> okay. We'll have to deal with them on the way out, I'm sure. Or find another uh, exit. Let's go. All right. 
the passage goes on for just a, uh, a few more feet, and then you can see that there's uh, the the there's a ramp, or the the floor itself slopes down, mm-hmm. and and you can tell that it's sort of like in a spiral. Okay. Uh, and you guys sort of are, keep going down the spiral, and oddly enough, usually as you go underground, things get cooler, but it just things just keep getting hotter and hotter, uh, to the point where it actually you guys are feeling a little bit nauseated and kind of a uh, little disoriented uh, in the fact that it's almost completely black fucking dark. It's muggy and it's hot and you swear you hear screaming. Just like faintly, just at the edge of your consciousness, screaming. Uh, and that kind of and that kind of screaming that only comes from like, you know, being tortured or being put through some kind of really bad emotional ordeal. Um, do I get a sense of this place on a spiritual level? You do. You want to roll your uh, occult or spirit or whatever one you want to roll? Mm, I'll roll spirit. Okay. Nine. Nine! Nine! Um, okay, you, got, you hit the TM with a raise. Uh, you know you're not in the normal world anymore. And is you, there is there any sort of uh, light making device? Like, are there any torches on the walls? Is there, there do anything? not seem to be. Okay. Oh, so is it pitch black? It is pitch black, and you guys are basically just following the wall, and you know you're probably still going in the right direction. The thing is, since it's it's you're you're not seeing any forks or anything in the wall, so you you're just following this thing. But the the sheer sense of disorientation that you feel in being in absolute darkness for this long is pretty hefty. Uh, is it just like spiraling down? Yeah. Um, she mutters, we have left the earth that God has created. This okay. cannot be. No place is beyond the glimpse of, of the Lord. We are not where man was born. We need to get in and we need to get out and we need to do it now. I agree. Claws are good for just about everything else, but everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Claws had to be nerfed somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, claws were OP in the yeah, absolutely yeah. in the beta. In oh the beta, man, yeah, yeah. Oh, they totally were OP in the beta. Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but if you didn't use claws, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, as you guys head down, you actually begin to sense uh, a dim glow up ahead of you. Uh, and the glow becomes uh, brighter and brighter uh, but your eyes being so accustomed to the absolute darkness you can see the most minute bits of light uh, but quite some time after that you start the, the, the passage opens up into a large vaguely octagonal room uh, there seem to be Roman type looking pillars lining uh, the center of this of this room in a circle and there are walls with tapestries and uh, and uh, sort of weird uh, very sort of almost difficult to look at symbols uh, in, uh, put on the actual ta- tapestries to the point where actually your eyes try to divert from them um, in the center of the room uh, th- from the ceiling there seems to be pouring what looks like either molten 
probably molten glass, but you're not sure. It's sort of in that glowing state of almost plasma. And it's pouring down this central spigot from the top into sort of like this pool. Uh, and through, and it's pouring through what looks like a golden ringlet that has two wolves, one up facing, one down facing, that almost creates sort of like a moon type of symbol in the gap in between. Uh, and the, that, that stuff is pouring through that ringlet. And at the bottom, you can see that uh, there are uh, men that look like the men that greeted you outside. We're putting out these ladles of this glass and pouring them into these molds. And on the other side, you see these carnival masks that kind of look like animal figures uh, being pulled out. I see you're one of those masks right now. I'm just going to reach out to the Wait, are you talking about in character? Yeah, both. <laughs> in uh, character and out of character. Yes, and wives. There, there is quite. There are quite a few a bit of these guys, but you guys managed to get yourself to a, some cover fairly quickly. You don't think that you were noticed, mm -hmm. but if you were to count right off the top of the head, twenty, twenty-four dudes here easily. Oh, that's that's, that dudes. is that is at least twenty too many. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of dudes. At least, yeah. I can. Well, I can take at least three. This is more than <laughs> I anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> On my best day, I can totally take that. I don't know who wants to be Legolas and who wants to be Gimli. Um, <laughs> have a contest. Um, so, what are these men doing? They seem to be forging glass glass masks from the glass that is being poured through this crown circlet torque thing, uh, and you can tell that uh, the that there's some kind of blue crackling energy emanating from the item in, in and of itself. So none of these men are armed? They don't seem to be armed, but they all seem to be wearing the same masks as the men that you left outside. Does anybody seem to be in charge? Uh, to be honest with you, the men sort of seem to be working kind of on automatic. They seem to be repeating the same motions over and over again, almost mindlessly. Uh, but they're, they're doing it with great efficiency. So, so to set the scene, but there doesn't seem like it. Yeah, molten glass is pouring through the circlet. Yeah, it's collecting in a pool, and then they're dipping that pool, and then putting it, in pouring molds in these molds, so that they're yeah. making these glass masks. Exactly. And then as and they then pool, as the, go at, down the line, then they go down the line. Somebody picks up the the filled mold, puts it down. They they let it cool, and then there are other men that actually are removing from the cooled ones, and they're packing them in, in crates with straw. Does it seem like there's a lot of crates where they've made? They are making a shitload of these. Okay, sorry, I'm warring between in character and out of character. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so, is there? It's going straight down through the circlet to a vat, not yes. to like some sort of like a cistern line that we can. Like no, they're, they're, the entire this entire vat is surrounded by people that are just basically dipping, pouring, setting aside, putting oh in a new mold, dipping, how pouring. How can we get multiples of them at once? Hmm. hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> Do we have any? Do I sense that these? That's a lot of dudes. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying out loud. Yeah, I can take about three. I could, probably take, I could probably take a good number of them, but still, that's a lot of dudes. It's too many. Even for Batman. Can we disrupt <laughs> the... Can we disrupt the glass? And I'm saying this in character. Can we disrupt the glass 
in order to splash it on them to get so them outside. So, yeah, so what's like, it pouring from? Uh, you can't really see what the source is because there just seems to be a, a glowing thing in the ceiling that seems to be just pouring this stuff down. The, there are two, there are, I'm sorry, three uh, small iron chains that seem to be holding the circlet in place that oh. are ringed into uh, some stuff on the wall. Some bolts on the just needs Weapons of any range? Well, I can throw my falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I can shoot. When falcon goes long? Mm. When action goes long. <laughs> you ever see that Howie Long ad where he did that one fireman episode? <laughs> uh, one fireman movie. movie. And, he, and he just jumps out of the water and he throws that fire axe. Oh, oh. And says, <laughs> when action when goes, action goes long. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I been our turn for over the top action shit forever. I, I, I do recall. <laughs> so three three chains are holding it. Yeah. Are there any other exits, entrances, or exits than this? No. Perhaps I can cause a distraction. But there are some areas in the back where you can see that there are stacking up um, uh, crates that seem to have some hidey areas or some shadow areas back over there. I could probably create a distraction. What kind of distraction? Well, obviously they responded to the medallion earlier and I have gained entry into here. Perhaps they'll continue to trust me. But there are an awful lot of them in here. But if we had a plan to take them out while they're distracted. I could also just start kicking over crates and they'd come to me. Um, a distraction on two parts. Perhaps if you give me the medallion and I can speak with them. Eli, give me talents, a notice check. Your talents lie more in the Stealthy area, it seems. This is true. Three. All right. I like shiny stuff. Today. <laughs> <laughs> what are they using to make the item, the mess? Uh, there are seem to be some clay molds that they're pouring. Mess but what are the so basically what happens is there's it's a two-piece mold and it's mm-hmm. on the side and it's sort of bound in some twine and then there's an entry entrance that they sort of pour the glass into then it's moved aside with some tongs and let to cool it then separated sort of like a piece is broken off and then sanded down is there it. a um, piece of tool or is there a tool that all of them use yeah there's two tools that are all of them all of them are using one is sort of like a ladle uh iron ladle that they go to pick up the wa- the, the the liquid uh glass and pour it into the mold and the other one is a set of iron tongs that is used to lift and move the the mold once it's filled are there a lot of men near the actual uh crates themselves or like if the crates are toppled they might take a few of them yeah oh out absolutely because yeah. I, I was wondering if I could curse them to break a tool, or they'd have to go somewhere else to get another one. Yeah, I you can do that. Th- they all have their own. Yeah, they're not sharing tools. So right, one ladle that they're sharing. If I can trust that I will get this medallion returned to me, perhaps there is something that we can do to get through this lot. Of course, you have Ma- my. Work. Make me a notice check, real quick. I'm sorry, keep going. Don't don't mind me. So I'm gonna hand the medallion over. Okay. I'm keeping the other medallion though. 
That's a three. I'm going to spend a Benny. Okay. Good idea. That's four. <laughs> wow, guys. We're super good, hey, guys. Four, four is a well, success. Well, they're discussing what they, what they need to do. You're sort of like surveying the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see that uh, one of the guys sort of activates his mask to uh, move more quickly to the back of the room at, at a run. Mm-hmm. Because he sees that one of the that that one of the stacks of crates seems to be a little bit off, and he wants to put it back together. But you see, when he activates the mask, both the eyes of the little wolves of the wolves on the torque sort of glow. Mm. Uh, yeah. The torque is the source of their power. We have to disrupt it. It's also what I've come here to uh, retrieve. Well, shall we cause a disruption and? If, if the three of you want to get ready, I can certainly cause a, dis- a distraction. Well, I can attack the chain if you can cause distractions from me. I can push over some crates. Unfortunately, I don't have anything ranged to get at the chain. Uh, don't shoot the chain, but shoot them. And give the uh, <laughs> pistol. pistol. Yeah. Uh, and take a wheel lock pistol. Cool. Batman doesn't use guns, but it does right now. <laughs> <laughs> Batman doesn't kill, but... Batman hasn't seen Batman vs. <laughs> <of> Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Batman never will. <laughs> There's, are there stats on that? Yeah, it's, I believe, 2d6, 2D6 AP1. One. 2d6 plus 1, AP1. Yeah. Rate of fire, 1. It takes two actions to reload. And you don't have any bullets or powder. Is it two so. for a regular pistol? Because well, it says it's two for a dual... It's two for because any it's pistol really? because okay. uh, it, it, it they basically Super have to barrel. pull it out. Gotcha. <laughs> oh right, do the whole ramrod thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a good thing to have in addition to sword stuff. So go ahead and gonna try and push stuff first though after you extract okay. them. Uh, so basically, what I want is everybody to basically detail one action that they're gonna do, and we're gonna do that as a surprise action. So the okay. bad guys aren't gonna react to it. You're just gonna do it. So. They're going to react to mine because I will walk forward with the medallion visibly displayed and, uh, you know, applaud and say, very well done, very well done. Everyone take a break for now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, give me a persuasion roll. You've all done excellent, excellent excellent work here. Take a breather. But uh, go ahead and, whoops, go ahead and take a break. A tired worker is a clumsy worker, I've always said. <laughs> wow, Five. that's awful. Five. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go. Let's another try. All right. One. Whoa. Uh, oh, a, that is double yeah, ones. That is double one. That's probably... And you cannot re-roll right? those. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 oh man. Five was so much better. Okay, I have I have good news and I have bad news. Yeah. Good news is you distracted the crap out of these guys. <laughs> yep, I didn't say I could do anything else. Did we say that we checked the rules to see if we take the better of the two? Uh, I think you can normally do so, except in the case of a bot. Oh, yeah. the, usually the case is you always take the best of the both two when you're independent Benny. These Bennies right. are really, really good for you. Right. But on the case of a botch, you just have to eat it. There's yeah. nothing yeah. you can do. That's pretty bad. Sometimes fate yeah. looks at you and goes... Uh, but <laughs> one of the things that I've learned from Jib is that botches are just opportunities for cool things to happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and don't be afraid. 
it'll be totally fine. Yeah. Um, I but didn't say I could do anything else, but I definitely <laughs> could distract them all. Yeah, you distracted the crap out of them, but basically at so this point... So I got point, the medallion upside down or something? They're, they're, <laughs> there's, they're all sort of looking at you, and you can tell, and you can see the ones that are over by the glots are basically pulling up the, the, the glowing hot ladles, and they're coming at you, and everybody's sort of moving towards you. All right. All right, so those iron chains you said were thin. Yeah, they're relatively thin, sure. Awesome. Well, I'm going to... La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go full on Zulu? Falcon <laughs> and try and, and cut one? Cut one. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll me an attack. It's just a four. Okay. I'm going to say if you get a raise, you manage to grab onto the thing and swing onto the next one, too. Sweet. I totally want a raise. Yeah, Mexican independence. It's the purge, people. Let's just stay in <laughs> it's here. It's the purge. Oh, can you imagine uh, passing a freaking like table? Uh, it's a three and a four, <laughs> but I got a fuck ton of Benny, so <laughs> right. I'll give you one. Oh my god, that was I'm fucking. That, well, we should see. That'd be a game. Oh my right gosh! There. Yeah, Whoa. bruh, bruh. That's a Benny point split. That's a eighteen. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. That is. Freaking spectacular. Um, so basically, this is what I'm going to say happens. <laughs> um, you r- jump up, you cut one of the chains, then you grab onto the, onto the ends that was cut, and you sort of swing in a circle, mm-hmm. and you cut the second and third chain. And yes. the torque is now. It, the torque, though, is now falling down into the molten glass. What are you doing? Remember, you're also a dancer and a juggler and a and a high We're also a Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a, you're a jungler. Hey, dude, if you are a cat girl, you are a cat girl. Though. Yeah. You're a cat woman. Cat woman. Come on, cat it's woman. It's not a cat girl. Cat woman. Sorry. Cat woman. Because I feel like Full Batman on. could I get sit the correct. torque. <laughs> Batman could get the torque. A cat woman can deal with all these dudes. Uh, whatever you want to do, like what's your, like, what's your stats say? Since these guys are hard at work, like their bodies are tired, so they could all deal with cramps, paralyzing cramps. That's true. They could deal with paralyzing cramps. He has the ability to curse, and the way that oh, I motherfucker. Oh, the, 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 the other kind. Yeah, the way that uh, <laughs> the way that I do sort of magic in this game is I give you a style of ability. So his limitations are: it has to be a curse, so it has to be a negative effect on someone. And depending on the duration, the effect, and what it is, I give him a target number on his roll. And he just gets to make up, generally, within that purview, what he wants to do. Nice. That's awesome. That's badass. I like that very much. Yeah, so what's my target number? Uh, wait, are, what, are you trying to affect everybody in the room? All the bad guys. All the bad guys. What are you trying to give them? Give them, like, really bad hamstring cramps where they paralyze with food and fall down. Or they par- they're paralyzed with the pain. All right. What did you get? What did I get? Uh, you got a six. Six. Um, what I'm going to say is that... Wait, wait. Uh, making a decision. Did I make it? You're going to have different effects depending on how well you do. Because the way that this works, it's a conversation yeah, between you and me. Do it. Do it. Uh, it's double six. fours. No, I think that's the one, isn't it? No, that's yeah. Oh, no, that's a four. You're right. So if that's still... A six. A six. Do it. Oh, 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 he's doing it. Roll big, damn Spend all the Nine. Hits. That's a good. Nine? That's a, that's a raise. That's, that's really good. Hopefully. 
Okay, uh, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to do this, Eli. I'm going to give you these four pips. Mm-hmm. And you can turn these pips in to force me to re-roll for up to four rolls. Okay. And I have to accept the lowest of the two rolls. Okay. Yeah. All right. All I'm pushing crates over. Okay, you're pushing oh, crates oh, over. Plan. You're I'm not still... getting the... Uh, no, the tor- I, I don't give a shit about that. That's not really her mission. That's his mission. Yeah, I don't give a flying fuck about that. I'm taking out these bad guys. All right, go for it. So I'm going to push over crates. All right, you push over crates. Uh, give me a straight-up strength check. All right. It's in your stats. Don't worry, I got your back, boss. Yeah, no worries. We will figure this out. I'm trying to not have you get murdered, boss. Yeah. You only need a four. Uh, four. It's a four. Okay. Yeah. You knock over the crates, and uh, the the crates actually drop on a bunch of guys that are focused on him, cool. uh, and they, they seem either to be uh, incapacitated or taken out it's in, yeah. in some way. And I'm going to say that you take out D six dudes, took out two dudes. Okay. Yeah. You never told me what you were looking for either. So just said there was an item. Right. Well, I, I, was I, said, I said as we were watching, as we were looking at it, but that's okay. Oh, you seem interested. I don't you like being like really, but I also don't give a no shit. No Also, right. it's not your it's not your personal priority. Yeah, also but bad also, man. fuck that. You're right. No, right. I got it. <laughs> are they physically reacting like they actually are under the spell or under the curse? Uh, like they're like, son of a bitch. Yeah, you see, so a couple of them actually reach towards their leg. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to do like sort of like a cooperative attack between all of them against you. Sure. Uh, and I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm sort of going to raise up the, their No, their no, it's type. okay. Don't thank me. You can uh, just have have a rest. It'll be fine. It's uh, There's no reason to... We're all fine here. here. How are <laughs> you? Uh, <laughs> As they're all marching toward But me. what everybody sees is basically this group of guys sort of like mobbing him. And you see basically them trying to whack at him with uh, their ladles and stuff. And he's just trying to like back off and defend himself. He hasn't taken any damage, but he's being... Overwhelmed, and you can tell very soon these guys are just going to be so much around him that they're, they're just going to murder him. There's nothing mm-hmm. he's going to be able to do. So, do I need to concentrate to keep this curse active? No. Once you've cast the curse, the curse is cast, and it lasts for the entire scene. Uh, but I'm going to say that you can only have one curse up at any given time. Okay. So, if you have another idea for a curse, you'd have to give up the one that you already have. Um. All right. So let's draw some cards, people. Woo-hoo-hoo. Dweek. <laughs> is that good? Yes. Yeah, that's a damn oh, that's good thing, excellent. actually. You get to go whenever Okay, you get to go whenever the hell you want. You get a plus two okay. on anything you do uh, when you go. Sweet. And I think that you actually have a special ability you should look at. It's some kind of blow, some kind of badass. Oh, mighty blow. Yeah, look the rules up for that, because I think that keys off yeah, the Joker as well. Oh, I double too. melee damage when I'm dealt a Joker. Wow. Nice. <sighs> and I don't want to do damage. Isn't damage plus two for him as well? Yeah, I wanna, damage I, and the, your action are both plus two. Uh, but the thing is, this is what happens. So this is the actual course of events. Um, he does his distraction, and everybody starts moving towards him. Uh, you throw down the crates, and a couple of people go ker-splat as they're moving towards him. Uh, you basically utter your curse, and a couple of them kind of slow down. You sort of leap out of nowhere and do your super Tarzan thing. Mm-hmm. Come down. <laughs> Okay, but basically what ends up happening is right before we do initiative, the torque actually hits the molten glass, and all of your, the guys that you're with basically start sort of like grasping at their 
their masks and they're sort of howling in pain uh, as their masks start glowing white hot. Um, so you see all of them sort of like sort of fall to the ground, sort of like screaming as they're trying to pull these masks off. But you can see most of them are actually just like fucked up or blinded or or dead or wishing they were uh, at this point. Um, then. <laughs> All right, that's much worse than I thought. But <laughs> um, beautiful. I'm not complaining. I don't um, want that torque to get melted, though. Yeah, me neither. But, but uh, out of the the molten glass that you see, sort of like um, assemble from the molten glass, with the crown sort of like slipping over the head of a humanoid form that comes out, is sort of like this twelve foot tall man that seems to be, as the glass is cooling, made out of this solid black kind of armor. And he has a very sort of grim visage uh, helm on, kind of like a skull face sort of thing, with these huge stag horns yeah. coming off the top. <laughs> uh, Check, please. And... <laughs> Batman and Catwoman out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why, but as soon as you said like the you know black armor, I went, "Oh, great! It's Wild Hunt." Yep, it's a Wild Hunt. <laughs> they stole the crown of the Wild Hunt, and that's uh, basically what's going on. And Harlequin is also uh, part of the Wild Hunt myth, as is Odin and a whole and a whole bunch of other people. So it's basically all one united thing. Uh, but he makes a very dramatic entrance, and he pulls out this gigantic sword. Actually, no, it's a gigantic spear. And he's sort of like um, uh, pointing it at you. But uh, you drew the Joker, so you get the Well, that's great. Well, I guess I'm going to slash the head off of the Wild Huntsman. Okay. Because I need that torque. Go for it. Back. Okay. (laughs) Um, That is fighting, right? That is fighting. Okay. Unless you want to, you know. Unless I want to what? Do something. Talk his ear off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. That's my job. (laughs) (laughs) No, now is the time for fighting. (laughs) There's time for talking, there's a time for fighting. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to uh, swing around as he's coming up, still on the chain. Oh, fuck yeah, you're still on the chain. Okay, yeah, sure. Sure, sure. And try and, like, cut that fucking head off. Go for it, man. That's a six. Um, I think I can do one better. All right. Well, that's a six. A six. Oh, shit. And a three. That's 15. How's that? Okay. That's much uh, better. Actually, that's... <laughs> you've got a raise, so you're getting next... You need to ask an extra D6 to your damage. Okay, so I do 1D10... Uh, plus 1d8. Plus 1d6. Plus 1d6. And you get to double that, because you pulled your joker. Okay, and it's three, at plus 2. A 2, a 10. 10 still explodes, doesn't it? Yes. So a 16 plus uh, 5 is 21. 21. Doubled is 42 damage. <laughs> plus 2. Plus 2. Wait. <laughs> when do I add the plus two? Right now, 44. 44, oh okay. My God, 44 yes. damage. All right, hold on. I'm just <laughs> trying to. Trying to <laughs> What's its toughness? <laughs> I think he beat it. Its toughness is, is nine. So it's nine, 13, 
It goes at increments of four. Four, yeah. 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 17, 21. Yep. 21, 25. Yeah. 29. 29 33. 33. Oh, I was only assuming three wounds, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he actually has to soak. He has to soak. So, yeah, 33, uh, 37, 41, and that's it. Okay, that's so that's going to be a vigor roll at a TN of. That's. Was that eight? So it'd be a TN of 30. Yeah, it'd be a TN of 30. Two. <laughs> okay, so. Maltese <laughs> <laughs> Falcon. Maltese <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> Needless to say, the 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 crown is falling look to the like ground. Much, but he's uh, got to where it counts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other Falcon. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, I support this message. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. You swing across. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 bellow a prayer to Saint Michael, mm-hmm. uh, and the the spear comes up and it's about to go down on you, and it's basically going to start trying to impale you with this gigantic spear, and you're already tumbling because you're already Batman. in Batman. Yeah, the rolling helps. <laughs> so um, he swings by. Uh, the the Earl King sort of like looks up and his eyes widen as he sees him coming, and the falchion cuts basically from here all the way across to the other side, and you can see and there's blood gushing and it's the the head is sort of rolling as you can tell that the spinal cord is the only thing keeping the head currently on. And the thing stumbles. Blood or molten glass? Actually, molten glass comes out and it starts pouring down on the ground all over the place. The spear comes down, sort of like right next to you, to the point where you're sort of like r- rolling, rolling to avoid it, and the spear just comes down so close that you're like, "Oh shit!" See, the rolling helps. <laughs> yeah, the rolling yeah. helps. Um, but the thing is, there's splatters and spurts of this molten glass that are that come towards everybody, and you guys barely manage to hide behind some stuff. Uh, but the the this the giant twelve foot tall body just begins to stagger, and sort of like grabs at you mm-hmm. and misses you but grabs the chain above you uh-huh. and it snaps and he sort of like loses his balance and sort of falls into that pool of molten glass oh, no. and you sort of let go of the chain as you were getting close to the ground and you roll away mm-hmm. and then basically it's just you your shield in a sort of like a crouch uh-huh. with the dead body of this god that you just killed <laughs> in one stroke. Oh my god! So it was supposed, so totally supposed to be a climactic ending <laughs> that Matt just literally just blew yeah. out of his freaking shoes. That's what we do, yeah, Matt. Our, our high fives are in order. Scratch one, Prince of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's always the, the danger of uh, Savage Worlds. Indeed. Oh, it's so good, though. Oh, it's so good. No, I had you ideas like, oh, he's going to smash some dogs. It's going to be awesome. No, I didn't like, Joker, bonus, bonus, max dice, you suck, bye. <laughs> Truly a mighty so blow. Was Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dude, so good. I, I, ran, I used to run, at Strachikon, at I used to run uh, Conan games that were based on uh, Shakespeare stories. Mm-hmm. So you know, I did uh, I did a whole bunch of them, but the, one of the best ones I did was Hamlet, and at the very end, uh, 
uh, it's discovered that Hamlet's mother was a witch and set up the whole thing and mm. they fought the guy rolls a nat 20 splits the bitch right down the middle <laughs> with a two handed sword the two hand- and then there's a rule that if you man- if you are agreed to have the- your weapon destroyed you automatically deal maximum damage and he did that because it was the final climactic battle <laughs> so basically broke the sword on the vein and there is climactic <laughs> it reminds me of this once again but okay so you guys managed to uh, you collect the circlet and you manage to get yourself extricated from this location. Uh, you, when you come outside, the fires have sort of died out, and you see uh, men uh, on the ground, basically their faces horrifically burned as you see molten glass over their faces. Um, and you walk back into Venice. It's Right now, it's Ash Wednesday, the morning of. Uh, the church bells are ringing, uh, and people are bidden to go to their houses of worship. worship and uh, accept the blessings of Jesus Christ. And uh, so, so what it is is sort of like a sunrise and you see the skyline of Venice. You see the four of you coming out of this, this like gnarly structure from behind you and you just see the sunrise. And just like there's a cool breeze and the, the seagulls are, are, are crying and it's just calm because the city has done its partying. It's done its mm-hmm. debauchery. Now it's back to normal and everything is just back. Is there anything else anybody wants to say or do at the end? Uh, I would like to say that I am the most subtle motherfucker here because <laughs> nobody knew that I actually did what I wanted to do and nobody knows what it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he had instructions in his envelope too and uh, he right. managed to take care of that quite nicely on his own. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like stuff got... I disregarded my (laughs) letter whatsoever, guys. (laughs) I think if anything, um, uh, Morgan would go back to Hurla and have a drink. (laughs) And Hurla actually just welcomes you back. And uh, the thing is, uh, Hurla no longer exists. He's dead. But uh, basically, another calling card is left for you. And uh, his son from across the sea. (laughs) His son, Uh, Burla. Come on to my next mission. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He has taken up, you can see that he has taken up a completely new identity and and, uh, welcomes you into his home. But you somehow laughingly already know who he is. And he he finds that amusing. And and you guys share a drink. Of mm-hmm. mead. Um, yeah, I felt so good about that. <laughs> I love finding out that you guys were looking nice. for Hurla, yep. and I was like, we already met that motherfucker. Yeah. Well, no, I never said I was looking for Hurla. I said that I was looking for uh, where mercenaries are hired, mm. and that's where I said, but, you know, yeah. yeah, it still came up at one. Point but basically, before. he was trying to find work for mercenaries. Yeah, and so you know, I'll hire you. It's like, okay, I'll tag along with you. Great. He's trying to find <laughs> mercenaries for uh, basically a big turning point in the Thirty Years' War that's actually historically accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli uh, basically belonged to a, belongs to a Romani family, and for some reason, the uh, the word was spread that she lost her purity, so to speak, which is like basically a death sentence for a woman in the Romani. In fact, should we read our letter? Yeah, go ahead. Let's read the letter. Sure. I feel like maybe that's a good idea. I'm going to read yeah. my letter and my the other thing. Yeah, sounds good. I'll, I'll do. I'll go first because mine's sort of the most straightforward here. Um, on and basically what what we did oh, here. My face feels so, so free now. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Winter King sends his appreciation for your current actions on his behalf. He has learned of someone who may aid in returning Frederick to the throne of Bohemia. There are several elements within the Holy Roman Empire that are ready to move towards our cause, but want assurances that we can bring enough force to bear to change our fortunes. You are tasked with seeking out mercenaries and allies in Venice during their celebration before Lent. You have the full backing of all of our collected coffers and expect no less than 5,000 fighting men for that price. 
Contact a man by the name of Herla Sening, a former Langsnet who has proven time and again to be effective and good with this kind of business. He will arrange the correct meetings with the correct level of discretion. Lock Helmut Gerhardt. Uh, Yanu. <laughs> I hope this letter finds you well. As you know, the war has set many of our assets within the Holy Roman Empire in turmoil. Without the tithes from these holdings, the order is having trouble functioning at, on the most basic level. These desperate times call for equal measures. You will travel to Venice and meet with a man named Herla Sining. He is a former Landsconnect who is now arranging contracts for mercenaries. We are seeking to contract with merchants who seek to ply trade in the Mediterranean, but do not seek out work in service of the powers involved in the conflict directly. Secure the best contract possible. We trust in your abilities. Regards, Brother Captain Guilliman. 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 Because 40k not. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, and then, so I, my addendum was send word to me at the hiring hall where and when I may discuss these matters with you. I am able and willing to assist you in your endeavor. I assume that is sufficient in securing the best contract possible. Nice. Mine is, my dear Delilah, I'm so sorry to hear of your disgrace. You know our people, and you know that a woman's purity is the foundation of her value. I've spoken to your father, and I was unfortunately unable to convince him to overlook tradition. I have, though, managed to reach out to an old friend and describe, him, describe to him your, your talents. You may have, he may have use for you in far-off Venice. Find her Sinin. Go to him, girl, and pledge yourself to him, and he will protect you. This is all I can do. Forgive me. Love, Pizarro. And she was like, fuck that. I'm going to make my own world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hashtag feminist yeah. wine. You're right. We're, friends. <laughs> We're <laughs> so friends now. Yeah. Feminist wine. Yeah, feminist. Yeah. Hashtag feminist wine. Alright. <clears throat> the Cardinal requires your service in a most important matter. A man by the name of Sebastian Lacroix, uh, a French <laughs> Huguenot, is traveling to Venice to meet with agents who plan on assassinating high-ranking members of the clergy in France. Your task is to find this man, discover his co-conspirators, and eliminate them at all costs. He has an extensive military background and may be a formidable opponent and is likely well-guarded. Meet with a man called Herla Sinning. He is a Lanceconnect mercenary who has Stupid always German. provided good <laughs> information <laughs> in the area. He is well known and easily identifiable by his left eye patch, long white beard, and red coat with embroidered spears. May God be with you, Jean-Pierre of Deleuze. He isn't wearing the giant Lanceconnect hat? No, yeah. he had one. <laughs> I didn't realize. Like, he's pulled out really nicely when, to just stand there, up there, too, so you know. Realize he had one eye. Oh no! The thing is, that, that, that's actually that. part of the thing is that this this guy takes on different guises all over the place because yeah, he's that's basically not what I found guy. out. What you guys were looking for, I'm like, oh, I must have different information. She right had now. different information, and then she connected those two points, and then that's where we went went on that. Yay, that was super fun. Very cool. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. Thank you for playing. Thank you, everyone, for watching. If you, uh, Of course, please visit happyjacks.org uh, and visit our calendar for all these one-shot Saturdays and all of our regular, all of our regular uh, APs and, the, of course, the advice uh, uh, podcast on Friday nights. So please join us for all these wonderful things. We love you. I hope you had fun gaming with us. I know I had fun gaming with you guys. So have a great day, and we'll see you elsewhere. Ciao. <laughs> Sorry, we have the we have the police. Uh
uh, squad. <laughs> yeah. Freeze frame. Freeze right frame. There. <laughs> oh my god, that mic was off for a while. Oops. Nobody said anything. It's okay, you're Batman. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> oh my god, that was really fun to be Batman. <laughs> Thank you guys. Go Eli, oh, like you Thank totally you. won that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. I do what I want. I do what I want. I do my thing. I was. I, I. I'm just happy I was the most subtle with the least subtle character. One of the things that's consistently a challenge for no, me running running games in these type of historical settings is I always make it a point to at least have one female character, but it's always very difficult for you to, to write a character that fits in that time period that has a lot of agency and autonomy. Yeah. Just because right. you know. That men suck and, and the world is horrible. Yeah. So uh, that's they're, kind they're, of why I didn't want to play a female character, even though I was like, "This character is basically me." I'm like, I'm the only chick at the table. I think I'm going to play one of the dudes. Yeah, there there and was some was comment awesome. about that in uh, in chat oh. as well. Like, oh, there's only one woman in this world, and she's one of the player characters. Let's see if that changes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, it was even Conan does a better job of it. Yeah, yeah, because Conan actually has some pretty cool female characters. Yeah, do you want these? Keep them, or you can whatever. Well, I want I want to keep them because I've got my ladder, my my letter here, and everything. In this I'll keep it all. It's really cool. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, no, those those I are great little cheat sheets. I keep all of my character sheets and ephemera from pretty much every game that I ever play. I keep everything. I used to do that too, and then I ran out of space. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't run out of space, yet, so I'm going to keep at it because it makes me happy, and I think as a GM, it helps me too. I'm um, such a huge fan of people doing the things that make them happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to thank Jim for challenging my conception of my role playing <laughs> as a character. Yeah. 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 Well, really and thank good. you guys for being at the table, dude. It's fun. I was yeah. so close to playing that character, and I'm like, I can't. I can't. I'm not I I'm actually kind of glad that I you almost did. played your character. Yeah. And then I found the fu- the pun of the multi multi Falcon, <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, yeah no, I, I, saw I found that. I, was like, <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, oh. I was like, I want to be that character. The man's like, multi Falcon. I was like, fuck. Well, it's funny because I called Dismon your character first, and I was like, no, nope, nope, resist, resist, because I would have shown up with like my tarot cards and all kinds mm-hmm. of shit, and I'm like, nope, don't do it, don't do the thing. Yeah. Oh no, but the thing was that I had a completely different mechanic for. Uh, the way that I wanted to do her her fortune telling, because uh, originally what you, what we would do is you would uh, you would just make a fortune telling roll, and then I would give you a number of pips where you can actually change certain. Parts.